And uh, how many do I need to pass? Six. Ooh. Hundred. What? Six hundred. You needed six hundred to pass. You got six. You know what? Fuck you, Mrs. Puff. Welcome, I'm go guys! Bro I'm gonna go be broken. I'm gonna go be broken <laughs> as fuck in a brand new hit fighting game but for the Nintendo PC. Ain't that also primarily Spongebob's fault, though? I've heard a lot of apologists, like, say, like, Oh, it's, like, you know, it's just Mrs. Puff's poor, terrible teaching methods. And I'm like, there is no way you could break this shit down more than she does. No, it's just he chokes behind the wheel every time. That's all it is. That That's literally uh, all it is. He's a, he's a choker. Which makes no sense, considering he doesn't have a neck. But, you know, it's <laughs> it's just kind of what happens anyway. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I can't <laughs> yeah, yeah, K Rico, <laughs> K, K, K Rico. <laughs> Just imagine like some fucking uh, uh, like, uh, K, K Rico, fucking fraternity ass motherfucker like dating like let's say I don't know fucking Latina and he's just like yeah, yeah K Rico uh, ensalada. <laughs> <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? Ah, uh, taco, yeah, burrito. <laughs> Welcome to the double yeah, D experience, everybody. Yeah, Perro, yeah. Sometimes for sure, but always off the cuff. You already know how it is. I'm still laughing. At the great latte in wet nerf. God damn, I hate the Japanese and their fucking small titted women. They should grill themselves some great Scottish titties, yeah, with freckles all up in the tube. Oh, I love to snort <laughs> cocaine off my wife's hooters. <laughs> they should be big enough for me to eat haggis off of <laughs> and play me pipes. <laughs> oh, Christ, I don't know what's up with that what? Hitomi woman. <laughs> like you said, Dennis, I don't believe she's actually one of you. She's not of this world. <laughs> I swear to God, a fucking alien probably dropped her off and was like, we'll take notes over the years. <laughs> And we'll just see how the humanity reacts to you. God, imagine a Scottish alien. God, that would make so much sense, considering, like, Scotland was really one of those places, like, nobody ever wanted to go to way back in the day. Because it's like, yeah. It was low-key scary going up there. Because, like, everything over there and everyone wanted to kill you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I bet the aliens probably landed there. I was like, wow. It's like, oh, no. It, well, let's say if these aliens were what gave the Scottish their accent... It's like mm -hmm. they fucking landed and they're like, it's like, well, holy shit. It's like, yes, baby. Bend your arse over. It's time for your probing. It's like, let's also put in something in their foods that'll make the girls' asses like fucking huge. <laughs> like, my God. God. It makes the Highlands sick. <laughs> Why won't Smash Brothers come to Scotland? <laughs> Why doesn't Daddy Sakurai love me? God. Uh, well, whatever. Um, yeah, we. So um, Smash is over. Now, yeah, guys. I was about to say. Now that we got the fucking the weird out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the meat. Let's get to the meat, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, uh Mr. Sora. Mr. Sora. No, Mr. Mr. Sora. <laughs> it's Mr. Has Mr. Sora to you. He's the. He's really? the. Ah, sure. 
I invented that craze in the 60s with Tennessee Williams. It's brilliant. <laughs> this is the laddie who weaponizes your house keys. See, what you do is you take an old scuba <laughs> snorkel. <laughs> and you put your cock in the remote. <laughs> and you take the other end of that snorkel. And you put it right up your snarkle. back porch. And you take that snorkel. And, you, and you're fucking your own ass and pulling your dick at the same time. So you take this keyblade, you see. So you're going to, like, going to position it right into your asshole. And then you're going to... This could vary. You could also shove it in real quick. Or just slowly enter the asshole. And then once it's very firmly lodged in the subject's anus, you may sharply twist the key and unlock supreme power. Or, you know, maybe he'll just shit himself. I don't know. Now, granted, this depends on what, whose, whose keyblade that is. You got Mickey's and that giant thick keyblade. I don't, I don't recommend putting that up your arse. But if you got Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora Keyblade... <laughs> by God, laddie. That's the perfect size. Can we talk about, real quick, the trailer? Yes. Because I... Uh, I'm We're talking start. about Sora and Smash, by yes, the way, in case exactly, that, wasn't, yeah. in case final, that wasn't obvious. The fight, yes. The final fighter... Of like I gotta stop like with this. The, it's addicting. Like, some acts that's yes. I've had voice coaches even tell me that some voices, specifically stuff like Scottish, New York for sure, and Russian. Oh. You start doing that, it's hard to stop. It, it's too much fun. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna try to drop the Scottish accent right now and go back to my Jerseyness. Uh, <laughs> it's um, what would a Scottish guy from Jersey sound like? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, this is actually, in, oh. in, um, Hank Azaria has said this as well, um, in that voice actor documentary, and, uh, this is something that Mel Blanc, who, who voiced literally every single Looney Tune, he's one of, the, one of, if not the greatest voice actor to ever live, he would do impressions of Looney Tunes as specific Looney Tunes, like, he would do, like, an impression of, he would do Bugs Bunny doing an impression of Daffy, like, as if that was, that's what was happening in the episode to make fun of him. You have any fucking idea how hard that is? Yeah. You have any idea how hard that is? It's like you're literally, you're doing two voices. You're doing what somebody would sound like as another person. That's insane. It so, really like, I, so, and Mel Blanc, that's something he did, like, effortlessly, which, you know, I'm um, be just like being. Al Pacino trying to, like, act like, uh. Who's the guy who's like, who talks like this? <laughs> Christopher Walken. Hey, yeah, Christopher Walken. I played the gorilla in the I in knew the it was you. book. I want to be like you. I, I want to talk like you, walk <laughs> like you, walk like you. God, I, I knew it was you, Fredo. Ah, my mother. You broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, you, there you go. I but always yeah. thought Christopher Walken was pretty addicting too. I, I remember doing that impression for a while now. His voice is very distinctive, and it's low key. I don't know. If I had a friend like that, I'd be like, yo, can you talk normal? It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, it's how I talk. <laughs> what oh do you my, want me oh to my, know? Oh my God. Tom Cruise, he gotta come out of the closet. Oh my God. <laughs> we gotta get the Scientology money, Tom Cruise. He does sound a little like John Travolta, but we're, we are fucking eight minutes oh, in. Yeah, yeah, Sora. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sora. So, going back the to the final trailer. Smash Brothers yes. DLC character and that trailer, man. Whew. Uh, can I say, though? Yes. I wasn't blown away by it. 
Same. Not the same as I was with Sephiroth. It same, was not as right? hype. Right? It, it was a very somber trailer, if anything. Like, at first, like, I it, thought I was fucking, mm. like, bitter. And I'm like, no, yeah, it's just because, mm. like, I don't know. I didn't play Kingdom Hearts growing up, so maybe that's part of what did it for me. But just compared yeah, to for fucking, me, I, uh, I still think about me. Sephiroth's trailer. I still yeah. think about it. It's been a year, yeah. Dennis. I still believe it is up there as far as the top five uh, reveal trailers for fighters. Absolutely. I think one of the five, uh, in no particular order, but Sephiroth is definitely in the top. For me, um, in no particular order, it's his. Uh, I thought Joker's was hype because uh, at least mm-hmm. for me, Persona 5 was a game that... Like, this is all you know based off personal preference because like, these are games that I've fucking like, you know, been playing and also I grew up with. So, And plus, like I... I freaking love Sephiroth. Like when he first came on it, when yeah. I first even like saw him in a video game, which wasn't funny enough. It was not actually Final Fantasy VII. It was actually in uh, Kingdom Hearts. He was a secret boss in uh, a couple of the games, mm-hmm. and I, I remember they actually made their uh, their own version of his song, One Winged Angel. Like uh, it, what they didn't reuse it. They literally like made a maybe not particularly a new theme, but it was his theme. But they basically use their own sound design like thing with the music mm-hmm. uh for one winged angel which i thought was like hype as fuck uh yep and okay so as far as this trailer at least my thoughts on it and it's only it was only like a minute and a half anyway so it wasn't really anything like Ooh, like you know like uh sephiroth's was because um at the very least uh this trailer had no uh fight gameplay with sora that came separate afterwards because because we saw in Sephiroth's trailer, we got his reveal and then him kicking ass, like, uh, you know, throughout uh, at least the trailer. And all we got, at least for this one, was just at least Sora being revealed. And I will say this, and this is coming from a pretty long-time Kingdom Hearts fan. I know that this series has its very, very, very gl- glaring flaws as far as plot goes. And I say it for everyone that... As most, as speaking on behalf of a lot of other Kingdom Hearts fans, we are very well aware that this story is shit. Maybe not shit, but it's like it's isn't the lore just too much? It's 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 real convoluted. Yeah, yeah, and it's the reason why I call it shit because there is a difference between having labyrinthine lore and having lore that no matter how many times you read it makes even less sense. Do you know? Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely, it's one of those. Like, Absolutely. You like, could have lore that's great and extensive and it's like real engaging. But once it crosses that threshold of where it's like it's like one thing leads to ten thousand more, and then those ten thousand more leads to a million other subjects. Yeah. It's just after you cross that line, it's like where I just go, Yeah, story don't matter. Or at the very I mean, least trying to figure this out doesn't matter. <laughs> a lot of games are like mm. that, man. Uh Call of Duty Zombies is one. That's one of my mm. favorite games ever. The lore to COD zombies is ridiculous. It's it, it's literally there are six hour videos on it on YouTube. I'm serious. I, I, I could believe that. Yeah. So that, that's at least six the hours? longest one. That the longest one there is six hours. There are some two hour ones as well. So a Kingdom Hearts lore video, I'll tell you right now, would be 18, and you still would have no idea what the fuck is going on. Oh, you can. That is yeah, it, that is how it is. Like with uh, Kingdom Hearts. And, I mean, you could literally fight like Sephiroth and Smash as Sora in Ultimate, but you can't do that shit in Kingdom Hearts Three. He didn't come back. No. No. I, uh, uh, yeah, but honest to God, like, mm. I, I get that. Uh, I still do want to play Kingdom Hearts eventually. I know it's mm. such a time... I've never played it. I I know it's such a time sink, and now they're releasing the trilogy for the Switch, so mm-hmm. I, even though it's a cloud game, I'm probably still going to get it at some point, if I'm being honest. 
mm. uh, and see if I can... Because I've never played Kingdom Hearts, period. I know what it's about, obviously. I know yeah. what it is. But, like, still. It's... I, <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you. What? <laughs> it's just because, like... Like, this is definitely one of those games where, like, I made fun of myself and the game multiple times. Because just yeah. the, this game's dialogue is just... It's nowhere... It's nothing that is going to be, like, Emmy or fucking Oscar-worthy. No. Like, no, we talked about the, this on the show before. If Kingdom Hearts like, oh. came out today, it would get memed onto shit. It's like, ah, oh, darkness, darkness, light. Light, darkness, friendship, darkness, darkness, light. <laughs> My friends. The end. <laughs> That's basically what Kingdom Hearts is. And, oh, Riku. Oh, I missed you. I, I missed are. you so Yo, Sora, look. I've got titties now. <laughs> Look, do you see it? Excuse me, ma'am. We're having a moment. Goofy! <laughs> Why do you have titties? <laughs> Honest to God, though, I will say above anything else, it, it just, it feels so right. To it end feel, it on Sora? Yeah, it does. Mm. Like like it or not, I mean, like he, he was not my first choice. Mm. I, I, he's who I had money on. I I, I bet mm. on Sora, so my prediction came true. But um, the only I'll get into this later. I guess mm -hmm. I mean like, God, there's so much to dig into here, dude. There's mm -hmm. so much to dig into here that like, uh, first of all, I'll get I'll say the only bad thing first, and this mm -hmm. isn't even necessarily too much of a bad thing. The yeah. only thing that I was thinking about when that beautiful music was playing and the game was just mm. like is is you know, all you need to if this is your world, you. You unleash it, you create it, and you dive right in. Like, it's like mm. Sora's in Smash. Fucking anything can happen as that beautiful mm. Disney music was playing while he was flying oh, around. Oh, that was, that was actually Yoko Shimomura. That mm -hmm. was straight up Square Enix. Not uh, Disney. Well, I, you, I'm sorry. I, it's yeah. just, it, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. they, they, it's a collaborative effort from those mm -hmm. two companies, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. And course. all I was thinking about when he was flying there, like, above the whole, like, roster... Is fuck. <laughs> I, I love that fucking music. I, I do too, but all I was thinking mm. to myself was fuck. Disney's got its fucking name on this game now. Oh, that's yeah, what I, that's, that's what true. I was upset about. That's the only reason. I mean, this the only reason I did not want Sora. I did not want Disney anywhere. Disney's pause. Did not want them anywhere near my game. I did not want you anywhere. Like, fuck off. Get out of here. Go this to your corner. This is my corner. <laughs> but no, he's here. There's mm. a little symbol of Mickey Mouse in a fucking Nintendo Smash Brothers trailer. It's there. Mm. With and only three circles, they dominate the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so you think this may... Maybe perhaps um, no, nothing's to... gonna happen. But no, like... no, no. But like, I mean, you know, the very fact that we even like it, it only starts off small with like at least um, Nintendo and its collaborations. I mean, because Smash Brothers, at least like this is coming from a guy who doesn't play the game competitively. Again, guys, yeah. I always have to put that put that as a disclaimer. This is just me as an outsider and just me being as like a video game fan in general. Like I'm just mm -hmm. you know, like at least what I observe from. Like, when Brawl first came out, we got two characters, at least, that were nowhere... Like, that weren't exactly Nintendo properties at all. One of them being Snake from Metal Gear Solid. And then also Sonic. Who, I mean, Sega did license their games through Nintendo, so, I mean, you know, whatever. But, like, because we had Sonic uh, games on the GameCube as well. Yeah. But, um, as far as those twos, uh, we... Didn't exactly get any more uh, Metal Gear Solid characters and um, Sonic, 
But at the very least, for me, um, looking at it historically, that left the door open for... Basically, Nintendo left the doors open saying, hey, if you got an iconic character, we're open to it at the we very least. Nothing. Yeah. We like, knew fucking nothing, man. Like, we didn't realize, yeah, that at least by the time of Smash Ultimate that we would be getting fucking... Who, like, just a couple, like, things, because like, there's like 80-something characters now. Fucking Cloud. 89. 89. Damn, this should have gone for the 90. Just I know, like, even. same... Th- I thought the same yeah. thing. It's like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, just one more. Come like, on. Sakurai's, I mean, he might not have to. We'll talk about this later, but he yeah. might... For the time being, Sakurai has to hold that L. Like, yeah. nice job not getting a round number, asshole. <laughs> so Should have got... fucking thrown in Waluigi as, like, a pity. <laughs> it's like a little pity toss just to get I that 90. I still think, take out PD Piranha, or take out Piranha Plant, and put in Waluigi. We I will never Piranha get over Plant. that. I will never like, get over the fact so, that a Piranha Plant is put in the game and not fucking Waluigi. I will never get over that. That's so fucking stupid. I, I know. Whatever. It, it really is, like, just one of those, like... It, like, really makes you think, like, was... Did Sakurai just personally have it out for Waluigi fans? I Maybe think he, he does. hates Waluigi, No, I think too. he does, because there was a bunch of people on Twitter who were, like, trying to, like, literally boycott the dude and who were, like, you know, like... Like sending him like hateful messages and shit, like though like the Waluigi stands oh. or whatever, like you know those fucking little nerdlit virgins. And mm. honest to god, that might be the case. But Sakurai also really does love joke characters. Every Smash Brothers game does have the joke character, and yeah. they do eventually become staples. In '64, that was Jigglypuff. Melee, that was Pichu. Mm. Brawl, I, I I think that was maybe. Rob. I thought Wario might have been there. Nah, Wario's legit. But you what, know, was he like solid as far as like let's say the competitive uh, scene went? Wario was only really bad in Smash 4. In Brawl, he was really good. In oh. Ultimate, he's very good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was only in Smash 4 that he was low tier. Gotcha, okay. So, mm-hmm. no. But Piranha Plant is the most jokey joke character yeah. I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, he really went the extra mile with that shit. To, to troll every, like to troll anybody that wanted, uh, basically, Waluigi. Basically, and yeah. So, as far as the characters that, like, you know, we, we got that weren't uh, Nintendo properties... Essentially, they were um, Final Fantasy. We got Cloud, Sephiroth. We got Joker from uh, Persona Five. Mm-hmm. We got Castle. No, no, Castlevania was um, was a Konami, uh, I believe, yes. a property. But we did get him through the NES uh, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon so, and mean, Richter. Yeah. So I mean, you could technically say that he is kind of a Nintendo character i guess like a cl- but, like a classic one you know yeah yeah but like yeah, but as far as like yeah we're talking classics like mario and uh, zelda and link and still Bowser. technically third party though because yeah, nintendo so, doesn't mm, own him so yeah so i mean on that uh like even mega man too like you know that's not fucking nintendo but um uh that's why at least um i think especially now i think now that sora is in the game and people, I don't know, are kind of, like, debating on whether or not, like, what the hell, like, I guess Sakurai and Nintendo are going to be doing now. And again, I'm saying this not exactly as a fan, just as an observer. I personally feel, though, like, uh, just coming from a third person's perspective, I think, honestly, and this is all based off of the video that um, me and David had watched uh, prior, uh, to, uh, basically about a guy. This was before Sora came out, this guy's video. Uh, basically talking about the future of Smash and what might happen. Yeah, I'll put such. a link to that in the description. Is uh, yeah. Super Mario T made a really good video on uh, what the future of what the future mm-hmm. of Smash Brothers is pretty much yeah. after Ultimate. So and yeah. it's about 19 minutes, not exactly like too 
20, too long. Uh, yeah, 20 minutes or so. But um, it's very uh, well made, and I think it's also pretty well thought out. And uh, personally for me, I think that, for one, and, I, and I'm saying this uh, as a guy who has worked a good chunk of his life, and it's like, th- there is a time and place for when you do need that rest. Yeah. And the man deserves a fucking vacation and then some mm. for all the work he's put in. Him and it's his staff, too. Private island. Him and his wife just, like, yeah. ship him out. Like Him and his staff, like, literally, they all deserve, like, fucking uh, raises, promotions, and vacations. Literally, the whole lot of them. I don't know if they'd give it to them because it's Japan, but hopefully, like, I think that's at least what I would wish for them. Well, Sa- Sa- Sakurai owns his company, is the thing. Like, he's, like, from... Okay. Like, he owns Sora. Which, you know, is ironic. <laughs> Ironically enough, that is the name of his company as well. He founded his own studio. And, um, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Which I think mm. he's going to. I mean, this Smash yeah. has been this guy's life's work for like 10 yeah. plus years at this point. He hasn't worked on anything else in between Smash mm-hmm. 4 and Smash Ultimate. They literally mm-hmm. started development on Ultimate right after Smash 4's DLC cycle was done. Literally right after it. Because they're like, Not even this, surprised. Like, alright, this <laughs> fucking console failed. Mm-hmm. So, like, we need a Smash game that won't fail, and it was this one, and not only was it that, they brought literally every character back, the resources, the manpower, the hours mm-hmm. that it took to do something like that, and to add as many more characters as it did, it's like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, after this trailer, man, it's like, first of all, poor Inkling, she's been staring at that, like, fiery Smash logo for, like, three years. <laughs> her eyes probably burning out of her sockets. <laughs> you know, like, poor thing, and then, it's, I think it was actually kind of symbolic. The way that they all become, they all became trophies again, especially yeah. after trophies were removed from Ultimate. It's just like, yeah, it's done. You know, time to go back to being like lifeless statues. Mm-hmm. And then I think Mario walking off of the podium was supposed to represent that sort of like childlike wonderment. Like, is there still any of it left? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially since he's walking back towards like the fire that fell on the ground after the Smash logo fizzled. Mm-hmm. That was, it doesn't take a genius to like realize the symbolism in that. Like, oh, it's done. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's done here. Like, the DLC yeah. cycle's done, you know? Like, is there any more of this, like, little childlike wonder left? And then he pulls Sora out, and it brought that out in so many people. It didn't yeah. do it to me, because I'd never played Kingdom Hearts, and because mm-hmm. I'm a heartless fuck. And, uh... <laughs> but then again, I, I want to say that's true. I want to say that's true, but again, it's not. I, I still, like me and Dennis said earlier, I lost my fucking shit when Sephiroth was announced. Like, I yeah. still think about his trailer regularly, yeah. and it's been a year, so... It's just because that one in particular was just hyper for me, not that Sora was oh, yeah. amazing. Despite not, me not... Sora not being my first choice and it feeling that way, it feels so incredibly fitting to have him be the last one. It's like this final, huge, amazing endeavor to get this guy mm-hmm. in who has been requested to be in Smash for, like, over... I think... Fucking more like, than anybody 20 years at this yeah. point people have been asking for him mm. like to be in this fucking game and here he is like he's, yeah. he's finally getting his time in the sun with this one so i think it's a perfect way to end it and i honestly think the trailer these trailers have a lot more hidden symbolism than they appear like i i was sort of going in a little bit there with like how like mario stepping off of the trophy and him being the only one that came to life mm-hmm. was supposed to be like symbolic of like holding like powering through like the bitterness of life to like get, see if we can hold on to that childlike <laughs> wonderment i'm probably talking out of my ass but like <laughs> i don't know that's just how it sort of felt like to, that's just sort of how like it felt like to Tammy. i i could it, it felt like it was about that. holding on you know what i mean mm. and also not to mention like the very fact that it was sora like a character who i mean you know everyone got has everyone's always like determined as far as like you know 
got to be positive. We got to we're going to get through this and such. But like no one is more like that annoyingly the than Sora. Yeah, than Sora. If anyone here has played the Kingdom Hearts games, everyone fucking knows how insufferable this little shit is. And I like, <laughs> like considering like how much he talks about friendship, light and darkness and like oh we're going to overcome things <laughs> with positivity. I like, miss my friends. Like why this... aren't Goofy and Donald here in Smash with me? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe they might be as supports. I don't know. Maybe no, not. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That I would was be being sarcastic. No, no, no. It's because that money. Because yeah, that, that money. There's symbols would, on like the mm. little. Uh, what is that level in like Hollow Bastion where like it shows like that little emblem of like all like the cast of like all like the cast of Kingdom Hearts and stuff. The one with Sora and the one with Riku on the background. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Goofy and Donald are in two of those circles in the game. They're not in the one on the stage in Smash. Ooh. Yeah, it's because I couldn't get that licensing money, dude. That's motherfucking yeah. goofy. That was Square That's Enix Donald money. motherfucking mm-hmm. duck, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, you want Donald motherfucking duck in your game, even as just a background character? You're going to need that money. Money, yeah. Which, I mean, I'm pretty sure Nintendo could have paid, but... They're not not know. worth. No, I know exactly because it's like you know I'm pretty sure Disney was trying to squeeze them. I always say like thing, if you're dealing with a company that's obviously because Disney is bigger than Nintendo, I will yeah. go on it like on the like, on the record to is. say that. Like they obviously like when you're dealing with a bigger company, they're always gonna find any way that that they can to squeeze the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Like and it's just how it be when it comes to conducting business, especially with clearly entities that are bigger than you and. As far as at least, okay, like going back, I guess, to the trailer a bit, um, the music that they chose especially, which I'm not surprised because it is basically almost, uh, I guess it would, I guess you could say like it is like the theme song of the entire series. Um, it's the orchestral version of Simple and Clean. Mm-hmm. And I, I will go on the record and also say like I like unapologetically love the music from Kingdom Yoko. Hearts. Yoko Shimomura literally knocks it out of the fucking park. Fun fact. Every fucking time. Fun fact has done a lot of the music for the Mario and Luigi RPG games. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. She has. Fucking A. Yeah. And not to mention, too, she's also, I think, been... Uh, I don't know if she was on the team for Final Fantasy VII's remake as far as their music uh, uh, team, but... I would not be surprised if she is because I think Square Enix realized that, like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> compared to at least, you know, Nobo Uematsu, who was the guy who basically made a lot of the music, I believe, for Final Fantasy VII when it first mm-hmm. came out. And around that time, like, you know, obviously we couldn't get legitimate orchestras to play music uh, for video games. It wasn't until, like, very much later on in video games, like, histories that we actually got, like, fully, like, uh, fully set orchestras to make music. And, uh, yo, but for her, though, like, I don't know. Like, there's just something about, like, her music that, like, I still remember a lot of it um, way back when. I didn't, I could never put a name on it until, like, maybe a little bit later in my life. And every time, like, I hear her music, whether it be within the game or even just, like, outside of it, like, on YouTube... Like, you know, it just brings up a whole wellspring of fucking emotions, like, in me. And there's, uh, I don't know, like, she loves, like, I think her main motifs, uh, especially after game three, um, Kingdom Hearts 3, has been the piano. 
and she like loves to like i'm not i'm not guys i'm no music major but like just going off of at least what i've been feeling like you know the way that she like some songs especially like the way that she uses the piano really kind of almost just tells its own story in a way and i mean you could even say that most uh piano pieces even way back when or even to now all kind of tell a story you listen to beethoven's fifth clearly it's not exactly the most clearest of tales but at the same time you could tell that it's almost telling a story of like anger mm. frustration woe and just a lot of like obviously negative feelings in, yeah it's about in, his disabilities actually yeah yeah and so at least for her like I, i'm not i'm not comparing yoko shimamura to fucking beethoven but at least uh she does um she realizes though that a lot of characters in kingdom hearts and david this is also like you know just a sneak peek for you like uh, uh, as far as for when you uh, go and play the game yeah a lot of the music you'll realize that she uh makes for a lot of the bosses especially towards like the final ones all kind of have its own tone that almost also reflects on this try the story that they're trying to tell because oftentimes like you know because kingdom hearts is very much like a very um binary sort of tale it's always light versus darkness and it's Uh just always this eternal battle between those two things and you know as adults really like hearing things like light and darkness make you want to roll your eyes to the back of your head and want to shoot yourself because (laughs) the way that they say it at least in this series is just so insufferable because it's like the whole shtick of the series. Yeah, it's the whole and thing I, of the trailer too. Like Sora yeah. just bringing the light back to Smash Brothers. Mm. Like, hey, it's yeah. over, you know. But not really. Now too, but it's like, yeah. hey, I'm here. Like, who better to bring that last character wonderment to it? Which yeah. is why even though exactly. Sora wasn't my first choice, I-, I think he was the perfect choice to end it on. The perfect I, choice. Yeah, I agree too. And I think even, um, I-, I had my own, obviously, uh, picks for whoever the last fighter was going to be. Wah. I still would have loved waluigi and also uh dante from devil may cry i would have hated because dante. i would have loved dante because i i also know that because the reason why i was thinking that was because at least when devil may cry 5 came out and how hype it was fuck like it was fucking generating and people were actually restoring their faith in capcom because capcom by that time didn't make any good games aside from the resident evil franchise that they kind of revived with uh seven and biohazard and a few others and plus the remix that we got later on they, i'm still waiting on Mega Man, capcom you fucks but uh <laughs> as far as at least devil may cry like this game when they came out was basically one that people thought they never thought we were going to see at all because capcom essentially decided to relegate another company to make a devil may cry game that i don't know if david if you know was basically panned by fans because it basically was just like you know what the fuck is this like you know this isn't dante this isn't like who we wanted. This isn't our pizza loving, f- strawberry Sunday loving uh, demon hunter. This guy's just some edgy emo fuck who just basically t- like, like David. I I know you never played Devil May Cry. I don't know if you ever will, but if the day ever comes that you ever decide to, like, play the original three. Never touch this one that I'm talking about. Go on to five. Oh, yeah, there's also four there too. This this one in general, it's like if someone, let's say, saw uh, Mario, right? And then Nintendo was like, okay, guys, we want you, let's say another company, to make a Mario game. And they basically took Mario and turned him into, like, this edgelord. <laughs> mm, they just turned it's, him into something he wasn't? Is that what you're saying? Essentially, yeah. And yeah, it, it really bothered the, the fans. Worst. And when Devil May Cry 5 was announced a couple years back... Like, people just couldn't believe their shit as to what they were seeing. So that's why I at least thought, like, maybe, because, I mean, hey, 
fucking Mega Man is in Smash 4. So fuck, like, thank. You no, know, Dante me? could have been in the game. I mean, he got a meat yeah. costume, I believe. Yeah. Is what uh, happened, because he that was requested. Is true, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, dude, Dante, he's so fucking broken in every fighting game he's in. This is true. And this it, is we true. really wanted to ruin another game. People are already calling, because Sora's, like, side B, it, it like, auto-locks on you. It has, like, such sort of Bayonetta, like, um, uh, aerial afterburner kick. Uh, mm-hmm. that, like, vibes, people are already, like, saying, like, oh, like, oh, it's fitting that this game ends on Bayo 2. It's like, huh, it's like Bayonetta for straight people. Like, relax. Like, relax. Yeah. And, like, we don't know yet. He's not out yet in a couple of weeks. Mm. And I can think of lo- worse characters I would want to be broken than Sora. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you mm. and I are both agreed that he wasn't our first to end this conversation, I guess, that he wasn't our yeah. first choice. But he was more than fitting. It was way, to be the like, last one. super appropriate. Honestly, yeah. I thought. The and that way corporate the ass mm. way they that corporate ass but like dreamy magical way that Mario and Sora shake hands at the end like that's wallpaper worthy. Not gonna lie, oh, I kind of yeah. want to make that shit my wallpaper if I'm being honest. But whatever, I, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll get all basic. Oh, I no. mean, it's it's not the not, first time that Square yeah. Enix and uh, Nintendo have collabed though. So many fucking as... Square Enix characters in this game. I, I think they have mm. more guest characters in Ultimate than like anyone else. Not even Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem's got plenty, though. Fire Emblem's not a guest character, you dumb fuck. What are you talking honestly, about? Honestly, I, I view them as guest characters because, honestly, I, I don't see Marth in the same, uh, let's say, pedigree as, let's say, Mario and a lot of the original cast is. But it's, there, it's the, a Nintendo franchise. I know that. I know that. But I'm saying, though, as far as, like, you know, um, let's say, uh, recognizability. No, like Fire, when Fire I, Emblem's fucking huge now. Dude. No, I know it is huge, but um, that's why I'm saying though, as far as like just overall recognizability, everyone knows fucking Mickey, but a lot of people don't know the cow characters. Like I, I don't even remember half of them. Like I know that they exist. Uh, Clarabelle. Yeah, I, I, I almost, I didn't even know her name, literally. And I'm not comparing fucking Mario and Marth to like Mickey and Clarabelle, but like my whole point is, is that. As far as the original, I'm talking the original eight. Yeah. When the first game first came out. Those, like Captain Falcon, like as well. Like I know that a lot of people like obviously grew up with F-Zero. I understand that. But when it, when I first, let's say, uh, when I first unlocked um, his character in the first game, I had no idea who the fuck he was. And that he, also he's made... He's more recognized through Smash than he is through his own franchise yeah, at this which, point. Yeah, because cause F-Zero hasn't gotten a fucking game since, like, God knows when. I mean, which maybe is such a shame. I know. Such a shame. Maybe that'll change since we got a new Metroid game. So They've maybe said they're... the reason that they don't want to do it is because they just don't know how they would make it different. And I think there are it's a like lot a of racing game. Make a spinoff yeah. where you're actually just, like, bounty hunting people as Captain Falcon. He's a bounty hunter. Make, like, an M-rated F-Zero I... game where you just walk around, like, Mute City or some shit, just fucking hunting down criminals. That'd be badass as fuck. I remember even that there was an anime that uh, came out um, that basically There was an was F-Zero a... anime, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I still remember, like, that end scene where he fucking kicks... No, he Falcon punches... Captain Black, I think. <laughs> like, he just explodes, like, in a galaxy-wide explosion. <laughs> like, I mean, and look, it's the most Japanese thing out there, but it's, like, at least for me, when I first... Uh, I, I didn't watch the anime, but I remember seeing that scene just, like, off on a whim, because, like, I just remember my recommended uh, just pointed it to me, and I was like, oh, okay, like, what's this? And it was literally just Captain Falcon punching a dude, like, with a galaxy-wide explosion. <laughs> and Love it. But... 
I mean, but again, uh, since we got a new Metroid game, since like the last one was like fucking God knows how many years ago, like maybe there is hope. I- I'm still holding out for a new Star Fox game because I know Nintendo hates making the same games more than anybody. And I know that that is a very admirable thing. No, that's but... literally what they did with Star Fox Zero. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like, so I don't know. Like, you know, but at least for Mario, they never want to be caught doing the same thing, though. Oh, like, they, they, they care always... about him a lot more. Yeah. Like, compared to the others. Like, at least Zelda is also up there with Mario, too, as far as, like, how much they always want to break the mold and, like, and do something different. Yeah. But... To, to be fair, at least Breath of the Wild is definitely a a breath of fresh air as well, uh, compared to a lot of the other. <laughs> uh, compared to a lot of the other. Uh, <laughs> we found the Keyblade. I'm gonna fuck you, Sora. <laughs> Why did you have to take it to like? No, it's because I remember um, there was this one Let's Player who I was watching, and he just basically made Goofy like extra mean and just like really mean to Sora. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just like, it's like oh, I'm gonna fuck your son, Sora. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so as far as Zelda is concerned, like Breath of the Wild is definitely like the biggest departure from a lot of the classic Zelda titles that we know of today. And it was definitely one of the few times where Nintendo really, like when, like when Nintendo tries to do something new, there's like scales to it. This was like on a scale five of trying to do something different. With, when did you know Zelda. that Breath of the Wild has sold more games than every other Zelda game combined? I could believe that. Did you know that? No, but I, I, uh, I, I can believe it. Yep. Yep. And That's how big I, the Switch was, man. Wasn't it a launch title too, believe yes, it or not? Yes, yes. That man. is, I would even go on to say that, not that it, like, was the reason why the Switch did so well, but the very fact that the Switch's launch was the biggest success as it was, was because of Breath of the Wild. If Nintendo had no big triple, because Breath of the Wild is a triple A game. If they had no AAA titles to launch with with that fucking game or with that console, not that I think it would have basically never like took off, but it would have been a very rocky start because we're seeing what happens when you launch a new console without a big launch title in the Xbox Series X and uh, S. Lol. Because because literally that fucking system has nothing. I don't know what the fuck it has. I really don't. Like I don't know. Like, if there is any at all. Aside from Halo Infinite, which, David, I know you're not a Halo fan. This game was literally supposed to ship with the motherfucking game. And it got delayed to this year in December. And they are not going to delay it again. I'll tell you what. Because they cannot afford to. Because this game is going to be the only thing that dictates whether or not that this console that they have, Xbox Series X and S... Is even I'm just gonna call it Xbox Series Sex. It's like the only <laughs> thing that is gonna dictate whether or not this thing's gonna even stay in the race, because PS5 has got what Chapter Two of F- Final Fantasy VII uh, remake coming out. Yeah, they got that and a bunch of other shit that I don't know of. But like you know, that's <laughs> at least the uh, the one that I'm excited for. Yeah, there's and, definitely a lot in there that has yeah. uh, that has its stuff on the radar for yeah. sure, like the new Ratchet and Clank game and stuff mm. that uh, already. I heard the new Ratchet oh, and Clank yeah, game right. was incredible. Uh, what what else? But um, anything to add on to like uh, uh, what I said before? With all uh, that? what you were talking about? Um, what you were talking about with all that? I mean, as far as like the mm. console wars go, I mean, which I did not think we were going to talk about the console wars 
to the to not the, as like actual incels about it, but just at least as observers like looking at it, like especially with the Switch OLED coming out and everything, and well, I th- think. The breath of the wild breath. I say the breath of the child once, and I <laughs> kind of like, I caught myself. I'm like, oh no, I can't say that. But uh, <laughs> they're just trying to like get uh, Nintendo's mm. trying to get like the Switch to surpass the. Uh, they're trying to get it to surpass the Wii. Whether it's going to surpass the PlayStation Two depends on how long the Switch stays out, and this is part of the reason. Mm. And I guess I'll use this to eventually segue into this discussion of. Uh, what mm. the future of Smash is going to be. I did not think yeah. it was going to be this late that we were going to talk about this, but I- I'm down to keep going. I don't care. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like, um, the, the Switch is not average for consoles. No. They, it, it's, they say it's on, like, only or barely even halfway through its lifespan right now. Like, mm. the Switch is going to, like, they want the Switch to, like, go on for a little bit longer. Like, it's not on the same... Sp- it's literally not even... People have always said forever that the Switch is not on the same, like, wavelength as far as the console wars go, because it's really just the PlayStation and Xbox that compete with each other now. Like, the mm. Switch has always really been in its own lane, Nintendo's always been in their own lane, and mm. now, market-wise, they're in their own lane as well, because they're not even going... They're not even releasing new consoles around the same time anymore. They, mm-hmm. they, they're like, the Switch is gonna go on longer than, like, the normal console lifespan. Mm-hmm. They've said that. So, um... Yeah, I mean, Microsoft bought Bethesda still. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't I, that's the only thing that I can think that would maybe do anything, but it hasn't yet. So they're going to have mm. to be some pretty bang banger releases with that. I don't mm-hmm. even know anybody that has an Xbox Series X. I'm not going to lie. No, no, no call I it David, the Xbox Series X. The, the, Xbox, the Xbox Series X, my mistake. Uh, m- most of them would refer to, to, to PS, the PS dies. The PS dies. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm even fucking thinking about getting it at this point because it's like I want to play the new remake, <laughs> but it's like also like I also don't want to buy it for PC. That's why I'm like ah, I don't really need the PS5. Yeah, I'm but, still waiting for yeah. them to put. I'm still waiting mm. for them to put Final Fantasy VII remake on on PC. Dude, I'm waiting. So- I am gonna cream when that happens. <sighs> like, because again, David, we said it before. It's only a matter of time, but. It's not going to be until after they finish the whole uh, trilogy. I think it's going to oh, be a trilogy. I don't know. That game's not going to come out for years. I, I know. That's why like, I might... I'm really thinking... Well, actually, I'm, I have a feeling that that game might come out a little bit sooner than the other ones just because they at least have all the models and shit. It's not like they're building true. everything from scratch. You know what I mean? It's like they're building but, new things from scratch because it jumped from the PS4 to the PS5, so it is an upgrade. But at the same time, they at least have more resources to work with. But it's a fucking Nomura game. So it's knowing that, it's yeah. probably going to take it forever for that to come out. But, and, you know. And not to mention, too, PC ports, they take a lot longer than people think. Uh, and especially with the... I'm going to need to get a new graphics card to play <laughs> fucking Final Fantasy. What do you mean? You're 30, 70, we'll be fine. I'm going to have to buy one from some fucking whack-ass fucking crypto miner. <laughs> That's probably had it running since, like, 2019, probably. Oh, fucking asshole. I hope your stupid whack-ass coin drops to, like, negative 50. And, again, it's... I I still feel it's just only a matter of time. Yeah. But, But, um... Yeah, yeah, I have, um... I want to get into this conversation before it's too late. Um, Mm, Because this is another one of the main things that we even watched that uh, video before. Mm. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solid Snake, uh, Mega Man, mm. uh, Sonic, mm. uh, Pac Man, mm. uh, Simon Belmont, mm. uh, Bayonetta. Mm. Uh, we just naming characters Kazuya. that are not like non Nintendo characters. Uh, Sephiroth, Ryu, 
Uh, Ryu. Ryu. Uh, Sora. The mm. big one here. Where does Smash Brothers go from here? Okay, you start because I have my this own thoughts on this. is the thickest, meatiest, most... I, this girl has fucking love handles question... Mm. Or guy, depending on that's what you're into. If you like, if you like guy love handles, she also Everybody has, has like love big uh, hand spank marks on her ass too. Like she's been, she's been around. She's been through the ringer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, she makes so much money. Oh yeah, you already know. They, they, these companies, they, they, yar har, they set sail, matey. They, um, <laughs> this is the thing, man. This is such a fucking loaded question to the point where I had to watch this video. It's a video from a guy called Super Mario T. Made it about three months ago. We talked about this a little earlier in the episode. Mm -hmm. We're going to put that uh, video link down in the description. It's a really good video. I highly recommend you watch it. Because this guy actually had some pretty good insight as to... Or just what he thinks the future of Smash yeah. might be. Mm -hmm. And I completely agree with him in the sense that I think there's only three ways it could possibly go. Only mm -hmm. three ways that Smash could possibly go in a variety <coughs> of ways. And I want to talk about each one in depth if I can. Yeah. The first one is that eventually... Five, ten years down the line, more likely. We'll get a Smash 5. We, we will get a new Smash Brothers game. Whether it's from Sakurai or not remains to be seen. I think Sakurai's a psychopath. I, I think he might, honest to God, make another Smash game if he feels like he wants to push that limit even fucking further and make mm -hmm. even more new content with Smash and bring every character back again. But mm -hmm. he has done interviews before where he said he thinks a game like Ultimate can only happen once. So there's a chance it might not happen mm -hmm. again. And there's a chance that this time it might really be, might really be Sakurai's coup de gras, like he said it would mm -hmm. be since Melee. Except this time it's legit. He's pushed the boundaries of this series so far. Oh, getting, yeah. We already, we felt this way about Smash 4. We were literally like, how the fuck can he top this? Mm -hmm. we, we were literally like, how the fuck can he top this? And he topped it and then some with mm -hmm. Ultimate, man. Like, my God. Also, Ultimate is already Smash 5. Ba basically technically yeah. on the number scale so yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah if we're going the, on the classic number scale <laughs> unless you're one of those guys who says it's smash 6 because oh technically smash 4 is the 3ds one and smash 5 is the <laughs> yeah, like true. it's the same yeah. fucking game it's literally the same game you asshole <laughs> the, the port that caught like that was on fire for a while not fire like as in like you know it's like holy shit this game's shit but like yeah you know, like smash was, 3ds like, was pretty yeah. fuego for a month until the fucking yeah. Wii U one came <laughs> yeah. out <laughs> I'll even admit. And then all of a sudden, I, you look at that guy who plays it like on the 3DS. Weird, like he's got like he uses it as controller at the tournament. It's like really asshole. I I literally remember buying that game, and I was excited too. It was like oh fucking hype as shit. Oh Smash Brothers on uh, 3DS. It was like, and it had yeah. different content. It had, then yeah. the Wii U one. It had its own stages and shit, and like different mm. modes and whatever. But it was there were both Smash Four, and yeah. then there's number two, which is I think. And I'm, I'm a debate with this between number three. This personally mm. might think... This is what I would want. Mm. They keep adding to Ultimate on later consoles later on. Next console, next... If it's like a new Switch or if it's like the new console Nintendo mm -hmm. comes out, they release Smash Ultimate Plus. With like new characters mm -hmm. again, new modes in it, or like so adding modes. on to the eighty nine that they already have. Exactly, bringing okay, back okay. the other, bringing back the uh, few amount of stages that they didn't bring back to Ultimate. Mm -hmm. Actually, putting a, a decent story mode in the game, like with full cutscenes, mm -hmm. subspace like, and everything, just so they could justify selling the same game again, like that. Essentially, making Smash Ultimate the franchise's GTA Five. Basically, having mm. that be what Smash Ultimate becomes. I think, as far as Sakurai's career goes. I think that's what he should do. 
I think that would give him time to work on other things as well as not giving up the legacy of Smash just yet before he inevitably passes the torch to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Or, and this is the third one here, speaking of passing the torch to somebody else, and this very well might be what happens when that eventually happens, because the man's gonna retire eventually. Mm -hmm. I, I hope he doesn't drop dead at his fucking desk. You know, like, while, <laughs> yeah, he's, same, like, same. while he's making the game. I want him to mm -hmm. relax. I, I, I hope this is his last Smash game, if I'm being completely honest. I really yeah. do. Um, the third mm -hmm. option here is to soft or hard reboot the franchise completely to make it more modern. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is essentially, like, reboot the franchise in, like, a new way. Like, have, like, maybe, like, have the mechanics be completely different than anything you've done before, and more importantly, mm -hmm. like, have the characters fight completely different to update mm -hmm. their movesets a little bit. You know, like, Mario's moveset hasn't been updated since, like, Brawl. DK's since Melee. All this sort of stuff. It's like, their movesets have been the same. And yeah, like, yeah, that'd be weird, because we've gotten to know the characters in Smash as mm -hmm. they've been for as long as they have. But maybe, like, throw <clears> in, like, something from Galaxy for Mario, or, like, put like make him actually use Cappy in his moveset and stuff. You know, Ooh, like, yeah. let Yoshi mm -hmm. use, like, Yarn in his moveset or some shit. You know, like, mm -hmm. Fox to be able to actually, like, maybe, like, pilot a Landmaster. You know, like, all these different kind of stuff to update what the characters have become now. You know, like, mm -hmm. all the new characters are, like, little modern renditions of what they are. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Forgive me if I sound a little stuffy, by the way. I, I am recovering from being sick, so I probably sound a little nasal. I hear it in my voice now, and it actually sounds disgusting, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, you I'll... sound fine to me, at least. Thank you, brother. Hey. My, resonant, my resonance carries me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and essentially just to update the franchise mm -hmm. by completely overhauling everybody's moveset, sort of cutting the fat of Smash, mm -hmm. getting rid of a lot of, like, the older characters, like... Like, uh, I don't know, get rid of, like, half the Fire Emblem characters, half the Mario characters, and stuff like that. You know, like, literally just having the core, we got Mario, we got DK, we got Link, we have Sonic, we have Mega Man, we have Pac-Man. Just all, like, mm -hmm. the sort of protagonists or the really main characters of the franchises. Mm -hmm. And just reboot it as, like, it's sort of, like, a new kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I... Here's the thing. A lot of competitive players would actually like that a lot. Not mm -hmm. just because it would give a fresh take on the series, but a lot of people, more and more as it goes on, have become aware that the more characters you have in a fighting game, there's 89 in Ultimate People. Yeah. 89. Some of those characters are just gonna be fucking lame. Big and if they're, they're not, you're clones. lying to yourself. You're li not, no, no, not even that. They're not clones. A lot of them are not clones. That's the thing. The only oh, clones okay. in the game really are like Echo Fighters. <laughs> By lame, I don't mean, like, aesthetically lame. I'm talking about lame as in they're just boring as fuck to fight. Like, some of them are just really campy. Some mm. of them are just, like, really, like, encouraged, like, non-interaction, which a lot of people don't like. Some people do, mm -hmm. but, like, some people don't enjoy watching that. That can affect the longevity of a game and stuff like that. That's a whole different discussion. But Pac-Man, as amazing of him being in the game as he is, is everything that is wrong with Smash Brothers Ultimate as a game. Fuck that character. Mm. He's so annoying to fight. He literally spawns a wall that forces you to not interact with him and play the game at his pace. And the character's literally top tier because of it. And, you know, Pac-Man, I don't want him to not be in the game. I'd rather him be in the game. But at the same time, it's just like, fuck, he's lame. It's like not every character is going to play the way that you want. So a lot of competitive players would like that because... Some characters are more, like, fundamentally rewarding to play. Cloud is mm -hmm. one of them. Like, to play mm -hmm. Cloud at high level is not easy. He really does require you to have a deep understanding of the game. Mm -hmm. And then there are other characters like Rob, which are <laughs> kind of brain-dead. 
you know, the way that he's <laughs> able to just constantly, like, be in advantage as soon as the game, like, starts 3-2-1 go. He throws out his gyro, and you have to respect his neutral as soon as the fucking screen says go. That's not even a meme. But, like, it's stuff like that, you know what I mean? It's like, balancing the game is one thing. Ultimate is mm. insanely balanced, but to create that balance in a fighting game means some of the characters are going to be kind of annoying to fight. And that's a personal mm. problem. You know what I mean? I mean, that's part of the reason that, you know, some people say Smash is not intended to be competitive. So, a lot of competitive players would actually like that. Mm. I personally, maybe because I don't really compete in Smash anymore, I think it'd be kind of lame. I think a lot of people would be really upset to, like, buy a new Smash game. Where, like, and have more less than ha characters. More than half the roster is gone. Yeah. And they're paying, like, $60 mm. for I, it. I got my own thoughts on that as well. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's why yeah. I'm more so on number mm -hmm. two, where, like, just keep adding to Ultimate. Yeah. Just keep adding to Ultimate. Re-release, port uh, Ultimate to the next console, and just keep adding shit to mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? I agree with that as well, because I also think one thing about, uh, uh, as David got the sniffles over there, yeah. uh, one well, thing... I'm, I'm going to blow these nostrils real quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, so while David's over there blowing his uh, snot out... I can hear you, I, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I personally feel also that um, the one thing that... Uh, uh, how do I say this? Um, Holy hell! <laughs> oh, I think I saw a chunk of my brain. <laughs> oh, what? Christ. I personally feel that the main one of the greatest appeals about Super Smash Brothers in general was the fact that you saw like it went from just obviously the first game where it was essentially the greatest of the Nintendo characters that we knew of at the time to yeah. now like uh, the greatest of a lot of franchises outside of Nintendo as well. Franchising as a whole is just a giant love letter to gaming now yeah. rather than just Nintendo. Yeah. This game has become far bigger than it ever was conceived of being. And and a couple of other things. This game as David so eloquently put it uh, as David's uh, jerking off over there. That was uh, hand sanitizer. It's at the <laughs> bottom of the fucking... It's at the bottom of, like, the barrel of the hand sanitizer. I gotta give it a little more love to get it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, this game... I'm not even things. getting that much. <laughs> Sounds like my nut from last night. Uh... This game has <laughs> get, has made so much money for Nintendo. I don't know exactly how much per se, but I'd like to believe Let's that it was find out. like quarterly wise, I guarantee you people will be buying Sora if they haven't already gotten the pass already for this season. They will be buying up Sora like fucking hotcakes. 23.84 million units. Multiply that by $60, which is what the game typically goes for. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, I'm, I'm nervous to look at this number. This is going to be a big, thick number. How much are we talking? Uh, 23.84 times 60 is 1430.4. So to translate that to like the millions, uh, I'm bad at math. Uh, <laughs> okay, but <laughs> sales. Sorry. No, no, no. It's sales of the game is one thing. But also DLC is nowadays, and it's kind of unfortunate. Oh, yeah, that doesn't even include the DLC, too. <laughs> yeah, like, DLC is also what nowadays keeps a game alive. And a lot of companies... It took a while for a lot of companies to kind of realize, like, how they should do DLC. 
for Smash, they basically they never said that at least this game will be ever finished until now. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they always basically left that door open saying that, yeah, we're always going to be adding new fighters. We're always going to be adding in new stages. We're always going to be adding in new music. Smash is not a live service game. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank God. That's, it's in, the but, fucking, that's in the fucking billions, dude. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, Nintendo, I think they're not going to... Like I'm pretty sure that board of directors is not going to be sitting idly after Sora comes out. Because I bet you the president, forgot his name, but he looks kind of like a mean guy compared to Iwata. Uh, uh, for, uh, for, uh, for I think. Yeah, yeah, he don't really look like a nice guy compared to Iwata. No, he looks like he has never touched a video game in his entire fucking yeah. life. <laughs> and like, which, I mean... How would you were making me money? <laughs> we were to make a game. Okay. Yeah, Shuntaro, Shuntaro Furukawa. Yeah. There we go. Like and this, this guy literally. Look at this fucking dude. <laughs> he literally looks like he has never touched a video game as long as he lived. He looks this like guy, my grandfather if my grandfather was Asian. This guy looks as if he taught at a uh, Japanese high school and probably doled out corporal punishment. Yeah. To to the students, because you know East Asian schools do that, but. I mean, at least back in the day. I don't know too, about too much uh, right now, but... God um, fucking damn, uh, I miss Iwata. Off topic, because, yeah, I, like, I do... I miss him, too, because, like, he was one of... Probably one of the few, like, straightly home... Like, wholesome uh, presidents that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe compared to Reggie, too, but, you know, like... Reggie was a meme more than Iwata was, so, you know. You, but, yeah, um, that's the thing. Like, yeah. yeah. And um, as far as, like, uh, my thoughts as to, like, the future, I... Yeah, again, I don't think... Nintendo's gonna be sitting on their laurels uh, after Sora drops because I'm pretty sure they also know. I, I know most corporate fucks are heartless, and it, it really is like it's not really nation bound anywhere. Like it, like business is business, business like everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure these are the same people who like keep shutting down like Project Plus tournaments. Yeah, and stuff <laughs> because they're like, just like, oh, you're making Mario look bad. He's not yeah. supposed to move like that, you know. Like it's like, yeah. all right, you know. And and these guys are always the ones that want to keep the ball rolling all the time. So I'm pretty sure uh, Furukawa plus his board of directors are probably going to go up to Sakurai, and they probably already asked him too. And Sakurai probably doesn't have an answer for them right now because I think he's also very adamant that, like, at least for now, like Sakurai does not want to fucking see another Smash. Real quick, like, yeah. Real quick. Mm. Here's a fun fact for you. Uh, Satoru Iwata announced Brawl before Sakurai knew it was a thing. The fuck? I'm dead serious. It's such a fucking funny story. Like, it's such a funny story. I think it was supposed to be at, like, an E3 or whatnot. They didn't have, like, the title for it or anything. This was just like, there will be a new Smash Brothers for the Nintendo Revolution. And Sakurai straight up was like, wait, what? The fuck we will? Like what? <laughs> that, that literally, that's what happened. And then Awada, Awada came up to him. It's like, uh, uh, Masahiro, can I can I talk to you for a second, please? <laughs> no. And then he literally said, Iwata begged him to make this game. Like, please make a new Smash Brothers for the Wii. If you uh-huh. don't, it's probably going to be the end of the franchise. And like I and Sakurai said, he's like, okay, that I did not want to have happen. And so that's uh-huh. why, like, he probably was going to make a one for the Wii eventually, but mm-hmm. he was just like, maybe he just wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Emblematic that's... of the fact that Brawl was rushed towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, kids, and, it, it's just, yeah. It, it's just funny. I had to bring that story up because you're talking about that happening again. 
Yeah, basically, or something like it. I, I think like Sakurai's well, probably. Muscle like, Hero, can I, can I can I talk to you for a second? It's like, it's like hey, uh, um, yeah. So congratulations, you know, for finish, uh, finishing Smash Ultimate. Like, like Sakurai's like, yeah, yeah, it was dollars it was, in our pockets. Yeah. You lined up, thank yeah, you. Thank like, you. Yeah, it was like uh, it's a great. It was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was a good, it was a good. It was a good three and a half years. Like, and uh, for a cop, probably just like puts his arm around his shoulder. It's like listen, puts his hand on his chest as well. Listen. Masi, 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 my boy, my boy. Sack. Sacky. Oh, can, can, boy. I, can I call you? Can I call you Masahiro? Can, can I call you Sack? God, if they talked like American. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I, mean, I, uh, bus- I uh, prefer Masahiro. <laughs> like, business is uh, its own language. And yeah. I guarantee that whole, whether or not it be the board or the president, they probably have already gone to Sakurai and told them straight up that what are you going to do next? Not even asking him like, "Oh, where you planning on going Drugs. for vacation?" It's like, <laughs> it's like you know, not even where you planning on going for vacation for the next like year and a half. It's like you know, what are you gonna do next? It's like Sakurai. I'm pretty sure he probably told him like, it's like probably this close to just flipping him off. I don't know, maybe not. I'm only saying that. I'm, I'm only projecting myself. You were made to be put Minecraft Steve, you fucks. <laughs> like I'm only you just saying. I think I wanted him in my game. As if I was him, truthfully. And the thing is, too, this is also has to do with Japanese work culture. Mm-hmm. When they have a vacation, it's very not that often. Yeah, It's not that often that these guys get even a decent vacation. Sakurai jumps and, from project to project. Yeah. And not to mention, it could be also a variety of things, too. Maybe that if Sakurai does say no, that I don't want to be a part of the Smash team, find another guy, or at least I'll fucking basically train a guy or whatever. I'm pretty sure, like, torch to. yeah, I know you'd have that's to train the thing. Somebody. Like, like for Sakurai, this game was his baby. It really is. Like, just saying it in layman's terms, like this game was his straight up three and a half year old baby. He created the and, most. Uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not, you not it robust. Not, not no, robust. Uh, not uh, was it enthusiastic? Um aspiring not aspiring what is the word i'm looking for inspired um, no not inspired um it, it's like the i can't think of the fucking i can't think of the fucking word for it it's like the word where like you're just like you know um trying to like i don't know like reach for something it's not coming to mind right now but he created i, I like, think i know what the, you yeah you know what the word yeah, is it's like yeah, he created yeah. literally the top selling and most the biggest ambitious that's yeah, the fucking word go. yay go, i yes. knew it was with an a i learned yeah. i englished da- da- david knew his words today <laughs> it, it, it took him a while but <laughs> <laughs> he got there <laughs> he got there slow good. and steady won the race you know <laughs> what i mean <laughs> a little, little bit of his, uh, his general like stupidity it, coming like, out uh, but... it's like rocky from uh freaking spongebob remember like like fucking patrick like thing is like don't worry rocky you get there when you get there <laughs> so that's him that's okay take your time <laughs> but and yeah, the going. winner is Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Patrick is like the worst in the game, and Nick All Stars. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, but, but um, going. yeah, uh, ambitious. It's literally the most yeah. ambitious crossover game ever made. Yeah, and he it, Smash Four already was. Smash Four already was that. He could have essentially sat back and be like, "I made the most mm. ambitious fighting game ever made." Nah, I'm gonna make another mm. most ambitious fighting game ever made. Because mm. that fucking console failed. If anything, maybe if the Wii U didn't fail, we wouldn't have gotten a new Smash game so soon. I feel like Ultimate would have came out a lot later, probably. And then who knows, maybe Sakurai wouldn't yeah. have even have made it. But I the point is, it did. Mm. So they started making Ultimate immediately afterwards because mm. the Wii U flopped. And, uh... 
yeah, now uh, he created the most ambitious crossover fighting game ever made. It's like, <clears throat> you gotta pass that torch to somebody? Fuck. Uh, yeah. I, 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 who, who would... Who? That's only one possibility, because I... I do agree. Who, he just dumps it all on his wife. <laughs> and his wife will probably stab him in his sleep. <laughs> but, like, the fuck? You're going to put this on me? <laughs> but that's one possibility. Because, yeah, I, it, it would be a monumental task. Not only just, let's say, being the new, let's say, head of the project for Smash Ultimate. Mm-hmm. If they do decide to continue with it, or let's say if they decide, okay, we're going to be ga- be basically putting all these 89 fighters in this new game, and we're going to be putting double the fighters, so it's going to be 198 <laughs> fucking fighters in the game. The amount which, of people that would fucking... I mean, the casual audience mm, would love that, but holy fuck, the competitive Smash community would lose their minds. Be like, yeah. that, you know how many matchups that is? Yeah. That's, that's not possible to know. The, and the thing is too, and I don't like to really compare like apples and oranges over here. Um, just at least that's this is how I, at least I, I view it. Mm-hmm. But um, going off of let's say like a, a game that I am kind of at least fairly well versed in. Um, let's say as far as card games, Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. That game has been around since two thousand and two. That game has gone through fucking at least six to seven iterations in terms of like new mechanics that they introduced into the game. Yeah, whole new formats as well that basically change the landscape of the game as well. And there are so many fucking cards, so many archetypes, so many decks in this fucking game that literally people have like kind of like did feel that in terms of like, you know, there's so much shit that I got to fucking worry about now, especially in terms of like as far as the meta is concerned, like what card does what? Does this counter this? Is this a good matchup? I had to, everyone's got to like at least think of all these things. And at least for um for Yu-Gi-Oh, though, compared to, let's say, Smash Brothers, and I, again, I know it's apples and oranges, but this is just something at least that I'm using to kind of at least compare the two. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, at least, um, their meta has always changed. For Smash Brothers, it doesn't seem as if there is a meta anymore. At the very least, like, um, uh, like Ultimate made a lot of fighters, from what I've seen, a lot of fighters that weren't viable were then turned viable within this game. Yeah, and MK Leo's the, been winning tournaments with Byleth, and that is a character mm-hmm. that is not generally considered to be good. There, and so though Smash again, they also had that third route where they're going to streamline the game and then just essentially make it a reboot of the series. But the thing is, is that I can't see them doing that because one of the main pieces of attraction of smash brothers is the fact that there is so many fucking characters exactly and i'm and i'm speaking strictly too as a casual as well i'm not i don't know i'm not part of your guys competitive scene and i'm and this is why i'm saying also casuals will always, will always at least beat the competitive uh players in the sense that the casuals are the ones that the company always looks to first mm-hmm. before anybody else that because that's the crowd that's going to get them money yep. more than you guys really and uh, and I'm not saying that like oh like you guys aren't gonna buy the game or whatever, but it's just like at least there is a more bigger casual crowd than there is a competitive crowd for this game. A lot of people don't play Smash to fucking literally destroy their opponents and point and laugh at them at competitions. Some people I mean, just I, I, do it to beat their little brother. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, their yeah. father. I don't know. Like <laughs> it's like hot ah, dad. Well, their father, their significant other. Yeah. You know, just play guess, at parties and stuff. It's like guess who's gonna do the dishes now, bitch? Like. <laughs> Telling it to his dad. Settle it and smash. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, well, you're playing Rob today, Dad. Oh, I guess I'm just gonna whip out Link and kick your ass in the next three stocks. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, like, like that, yeah. Yeah, and uh as far as the casual crowd goes, 
for you competitive guys, you're shit out of luck because I could definitely give it a break because the man needs it. And my God, his staff as well fucking need it because this is a huge ass game. And I'm, I don't know how many fucking people are within that project. Like as far as the team goes, probably in the hundreds, I'm already assuming. Probably more. Maybe, maybe even more. Yeah. And they need a break. Fuck yeah, they need a break. Like, some people, like, as far as within the game industry, some of them don't even get breaks. And in terms of also being a Japanese work culture type of environment, these people probably don't even get vacations that often either. They probably don't even know what a fucking vacation is. This is an industry where, like, Americans crunch their employees really hard. And I... Sakurai doesn't give me those kind of vibes, but it is is definitely a big part of, like, Japanese work culture to, like, really always, you know, like go ham in that kind of sense yeah you know? and who knows if sakurai is like that but my point is is that they could easily easily double those numbers they could easily double 89 to 198 if they wanted to easily who would and they even add dude the thing is though the 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 fact of the matter is like we thought too we thought that too but really, the sky's the limit now at this point. I guess, but now but, I'm like, fuck. Uh, now maybe I'm like, it won't be 198, but like I could clearly see them making a 100th fighter. Do you know how hyped that would fucking be? Like Whoever the 100th fu- Smash fighter, yeah. Yeah, that would be fucking hype. They are all like, look, I should be a part of Nintendo's board of directors. Like, They are all probably <laughs> thinking this. They're, um, all probably, they're all probably thinking this because they also know that like the mouth breathers that Smash fans are. Like, they will literally eat this shit up like fucking vanilla ice cream with sprinkles. They know this. And it's the reason why that I know for a fact they're not going to rest for too long. I could easily see them at least, not within like at least a year or two, but I could definitely see them at least like maybe a couple years down the line, give Sakurai a break, let him at least enjoy his fucking life for a while um, before if they decide to ask him to come back or if Sakurai has already promised him that they'll come back and, like, let me just enjoy my fucking life for at least a year and a half of it before, like, I drop dead again for another project. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whatever the deal was that they made. Because I'm pretty sure they already made a deal. Um, Again, I'm not... This is all hearsay, but this is at least just going off of how I feel about it. Like, yeah. um, they're going to let him have a break. And when he comes back, whether it be him or someone else, like... um. I don't know, like, it's also weird, because it's like, you know, we know Sakura, we know Miyamoto, but, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a lot of, like, up-and-coming developers that we don't know of, because... Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, and that's why, like, I'm wondering, like, you know, Sakurai probably is gonna, like, go and find some young blood, and, like, some new blood to kind of either add to the team, or maybe have him as an understudy, because uh, sometimes developers do do that. If he has um, an understudy, and... he probably already has one. Yeah. If I'm being and... honest. And uh, he's Sakurai probably also like probably thought about this a lot too because like I mean he was had he had health problems and shit during the development of this game and this was even after the game came out like this dude hasn't stopped working in a day of his life essentially and I guarantee you he probably has already predicted that I might die from exhaustion alone How if old anything he's he? like pushing sixty now I think I think he is yeah. And and he probably understands that, like, if oh, I die... Oh, not even. He's 51. He's 51. Okay, all right. Not too bad. But, you know, the very Hiro fact... Miyamoto's pushing 70. Thing is, though, he still looks all right. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what, he doesn't that's that, look... That's what that good money does. Yeah, he doesn't look like what a traditional 70-year-old would look like over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 70-year-olds over here look as if they're, like, 
that one scene from Indiana Jones 3 when the fucking guy like literally sips from the wrong cup by accident and he fu- and his eyes get sunken in. Gets <laughs> <laughs> all that fucking tea they drink over there. But uh, <laughs> keeps them young. <laughs> but that's also what kind of money does for you. I mean, the thing is too, like Sakurai probably knows like he made a good chunk of change. He made a good chunk of change off of fucking Smash Brothers. And I'm not saying that he's exactly a whole holistically greedy person. But when you've made money like His that net worth life, is ten million. Ten million, okay. So when you've made it's not even as much as it should be. No, oh, yeah, of course. Frank. I mean, it makes yeah. you think of how much of that money just goes straight to Nintendo. Yeah. And which is, uh, you know, kind of a shame. But at least, you know, at least for um, a Japanese uh, video game developer like him, 10 million is like almost unheard of for them, though. Compared to companies over here, like thing, at least um, uh, like game companies that we know over here, uh, excluding like Japanese based ones, like their par- profit margins are huge. And who knows, maybe even the amount of money they make over here in the States is even less than they do over there in, J- in Japan, maybe vice versa. But the fact of the matter is, is that for Sakurai, this is the most money that I, I would even go on to say that maybe the most money historically any Japanese video game developer has ever made. Uh, I, I don't know about that. Maybe maybe Miyamoto, but at least in recent off times, of, though, off of one game, but, maybe. But, but in recent times, though, is there really anyone else who's up who's up there with this guy? Not really. I mean, I mean Miyamoto hasn't really. I mean, I don't know. Is he? Is he still? He's still helping out with um fucking uh, Breath of the Wild too, ain't he? Um, I don't know how much involvement he has. He's sort of just the supreme Kahuna, where like literally, like he just okay's shit. Like to be in certain. <laughs> I'm serious. Where he literally I, just uh, okay's shit. I, I, I can see that. Mm. No, his net worth is forty million. Understandable. He is Miyamoto. Everyone yeah. even everyone that fucking knows him. Yes. He was probably in that fucking uh, boardroom meeting when they were getting the Mario made, uh, movie made. <laughs> I guarantee you, he was probably sitting there with his arms crossed like, these stupid fucking Americans are trying to fuck us over. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really, it's Fuji, uh, it's Fujibayashi who really like does most of the stuff with Zelda nowadays. He was the director okay. for, uh, he was the director for Breath of the Wild. Okay. And... But the thing is, though... And also Eiji Anuma. Okay, yeah, that, that is true. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is, no game in Nintendo's entire library has ever reached the peak. Maybe outside of certain Mario games, but no, nothing has ever reached the fucking stratosphere as it has with this game. And again, I'm saying this all as an observer, too. And from what I'm seeing, I don't think the train's stopping. Or at the very least, it's not stopping uh, They're never going to stop making Smash. We know that. No, no. But as far as, like, this game itself, though, like, going... Because, like, the next game is just going to be Smash Ultimate plus everything else that this game is going to give it. And I, I don't know what, about that, though. That's the thing. What if they, they what if they can't do that? What if they don't have the resource? I mean, well... Dude, come on. It's Nintendo. <sighs> yes, but... Mm, maybe they'll do both. Maybe they'll do both of what, like, number two and number three was for me. Maybe they'll, like, continue, like, with Ultimate Plus, and they will bring every character back, but they will rehash all their movesets completely. Maybe they will go that super-duper crazy extra mile, which they seem to do with each game. I just hope it's not Sakurai to be the one to do it. But the thing is, I can definitely see him doing it again. I can see him doing it again. I can see him making another Smash game. Dude's a fucking masochist. Exactly, yeah, you know, like, there will never be another Kid Icarus. This guy probably, probably doesn't even know what pussy looks like. (laughs) 
I'm not even saying that to be mean, though. And but he's got fucking, a wife. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, this guy literally breeds, eats, and sleeps fucking Smash Brothers. Like, I don't even know if this guy's even seen his wife's pussy <laughs> until maybe tonight. I don't know, because, like, the game's development's essentially over. I mean, they're probably going to... No, he probably... Ha- Real talk, Masahiro Sakurai probably fucked his wife in his office. And the, reason, and the reason I say a- this is because, like, she's the UI designer for Smash. Like oh, that is she true. Makes, she makes I the menu. About she that. makes the menus and the aesthetics and stuff mm. like that, like as to how the game like looks on like the. Oh, they probably screen. fucked in office. E- exactly. Yeah. yeah, they had to. They had to. If I was God like, knows, this- he wouldn't have had the time. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, if I was one of his staff walking in on them like having sex, like you know, I, I would never report that shit. But it's just also like, hey, yo, man, I completely get it. <laughs> I completely get it. Like you I get, it. I get it, guys. You guys yeah, work like, hard. I was like, yeah, just, I'll just close this and close You gotta play harder, you feel me? He's like, like, yeah, he's like, y'all, y'all have fun. Just, uh, you know, maybe not have, like, a fifth child, you know what I mean? Just, like, you know, just, uh, you know, wrap your shaft, you know, all that. Alright, but it just, and just close the door behind me. <laughs> just let him keep going at it. Jesus. Like, dude, I mean, the thing is, though, like, most projects when it comes to video games, it's, like, usually, um, actually, no, I have nothing to base this off of, but at the very least, like, um, Nothing is has ever been as long as this game. Like three and a half years, I think was the full um not even the full development cycle for this game. Like Smash Brothers Ultimate's development started immediately after Smash 4's DLC cycle was done. Mm-hmm. So that was like in late 2015, early 2016 that the game started mm-hmm. in development. So the base game was basically worked on for like two and a half years, is that they got it to where it is, and then the DLC cycle continued from uh, December of 2018 up to now. So about five years then. Uh, essentially, yes. Uh, essentially going from development cycle to even now. Like, that's basically That is years. longer than the other ones, too, because Brawl was only in development for, I think, like, three? Three years? Melee came out very soon after Smash 64 did. There was like, yeah. There was, like, a two-year, like, span between those they, fucking games. They really jumped on the new technology that GameCube was offering. They really they, jumped. They on really it. did. Yeah, Melee is that's mm. that for many reasons. That's why that game is as amazing as it is. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so as to where so, it's gonna go, man, it just really does remain to be. And we're talking on down the line here, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever is gonna happen isn't gonna happen for like oh. at bare minimum, and likely not even this, like five years. <laughs> By the time y'all have kids is when another Smash Brothers is going to come out. Uh, honest to saying. God, probably. Yeah. yeah. And um, I also think, though, like as to where they left it off now at on uh, Sora, whatever patch number like that game is, is on now, they ended it. They couldn't have ended it better, literally is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. this game with Sora is going to be played for fucking years. This game ain't fucking going nowhere. It's a fucking fact. And I also, again, I say I don't deal with facts. But I feel it in my heart of hearts that this game's not going anywhere. Really. You what feel other it in f- your king of hearts. Yeah. <laughs> what other 2D fighting game? Maybe aside for fucking Nicktoons All-Stars. But maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe now or maybe later. But I'm down to talk re- about it now. Fuck it. Like, again, there's really no other fucking game out there that is even up there with this one. And I know we even gave shit to Smash because we called it that girl that kind of, like, lets you fuck her, but she doesn't let you fuck, like, anally, or she doesn't, like, you know, like... Which isn't even true because Nick All-Stars is fucking Wi-Fi. It's actually not that good. Yeah, so, I mean, we were wrong on that. Again, guys, we protect ourselves by saying we don't deal with facts. But this, uh... Smash Ultimate is a trooper of a girl, really. 
it's a true soldier of a woman. She's loyal. There's really, there's really nothing else to put into it. Like at this point, I, I mean, put into her. <laughs> but um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh but my God. it ended it like they ended it solidly, really. Like all jokes aside, it's it is. There's really nothing been. There's nothing like it. There's nothing been. Nothing's ever come out that's even up there in terms of scale with this fucking piece game. of gaming history. Is what it really is. is. It's a fucking time. It's a like, Sakurai. It's a milestone. He inherited making a Nintendo fighting game, and he. He, he didn't even just inherit making a Nintendo fighting game. He started with a Nintendo fighting game, and the man inherited making a conglomeration of a love letter to gaming mm. as a fucking medium. Like, Smash has become so much fucking more than it ever mm. like, was originally going to be. Yeah. And it's just... Not, he also invented a new genre of fighting game with Smash Brothers as well. It's like, that, mm. that in itself is also insane. It's... Literally, I think Smash Brothers is literally one of the most ambitious projects that's ever happened, if I'm being honest. At the very least, in the world of gaming, it's like, I think it might be the most ambitious game, like, ever made. This uh, game is the end there. game. Is the end game. This is Marvel's end game. Like, this is their equivalent, essentially, yeah. as far as crossovers go and everything. Yeah. Nothing's ever come close. And Which is why I think they can't mm. go back. You know what I mean? It's like rebooting or Smash, like it. just to have like you know yeah. like twelve or so fighters, but with new mm. move sets. Again, the niche co Smash competitive scene would love that, but the majority of people wouldn't. I would yeah. be upset about that if I'm being honest. You know what it I would, mean? They would be upset, but a lot of them also wouldn't really give two fucks either. I almost feel as if it's like, you know, well, it's like you guys have that game, we still have this one. People still fucking play Melee. It, like, it really doesn't really matter. In well, the, I mean, there, the that's a whole different discussion as to why people play Melee. It's just because mechanically, as a fighting game, it, it it's frankly better than the other yeah, Smash but, games. But my whole thing is, too, is that, like, at least as far as Melee is concerned, like, that game is fucking years old. And it's still got a huge following. It's going to be people. 20. It's 20 this year. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's why, like, it doesn't even matter if Ultimate, like, does age after a while. People are still going to be playing it by the fucking thousands, if not millions. Yeah. I'm, Even if, let's say, this new game does come out, people are still going to be like, eh, like, eh, it's, <laughs> we'll just go play Smash. You know, the game that I didn't, that, that I don't have to pay 60 bucks for because I already paid for it mm -hmm. a long time ago. Like, it's, like, it's not going away. You don't just drop a game that has 89 motherfucking fighters. <laughs> that is, that has essentially become an icon now at this point. Melee 2 was also an icon, believe it or not. And uh, we... Uh, I think the competitive scene... Again, I'm saying this as an observer. I think it did start more from the second game. More from Melee than the first game, correct? Melee is where the competitive scene was born from, I okay. should say. I mean, there were little tournaments and stuff that happened for Smash 64, but the mm. scene really didn't slowly become what it was until... I mean, the competitive scene started forming in, like, very the very early 2000s, like 2004, and that's when kids were, like, playing in their basement and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's Cla where, like, mm -hmm. you know, this kind of stuff went down. Then mm. Brawl came around, and it grew a little bit, and Brawl is what helped get Melee into EVO, which is what really blew up the game in EVO oh, 2013. Yeah, that's, that's what really mm -hmm. helped really spark up the scene. Mm -hmm. and it just sort of slowly took on from there and just got bigger and bigger as more like different mm -hmm. types of sponsorships came in and more and more people heard about competitive smash so mm -hmm. but it first really much started very early on if we're talking about the birth of competitive smash that was mm -hmm. uh during the very early years of melee okay and that's why i also i 
I don't know. I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. I really do think, like, this game, no matter how many years go by, even if, let's say, the Switch does um, basically end its development cycle and then the Nintendo goes to move on to another console, because it is going to happen. I think it's going to be a bit longer than a lot of people are even expecting, just because at least they've seen that the Switch is just, like, this mold that they could make anything out of now. Yeah. Like, the OLED is, like, this really microscopic step forward and they're really gonna at least try to see how much they could push the boundaries with this console and its other iterations because we got the same thing with the ds the ds essentially the ds's life cycle from the first ds did not end until the 3ds pretty much yeah like that the new iterations that came out were just improvements that they put on to like you know from the last model yeah Better lighting, better hardware, better every fucking thing else. Like thing, they literally and better design as well. Come yeah, on, what about like honest. Smash Ultimate Plus for the Switch 4K? Maybe that's what'll wind up happening. Maybe like they'll wait to port mm. it until they'll have like a huge graphical upgrade to mm. it or something like that for when the Switch eventually goes 4K. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll do that. Yeah, that's why. Like you know, something like, like that. This, yeah, this game's not going nowhere, really. I, I mean, like, I don't again, think that's like, a discussion. No, yeah, of course not. Because it's like, you know, what is what else is out there? Like, what other game gives you, like, that fucking nostalgic hard-on <laughs> for your favorite characters than this Dick game? Really? Nick All-Stars. All right, now, moving on to Nick All-Stars before we hit the two-hour mark. David, yeah. you go on since you are the one that played the game, so you have your own thoughts on it. Go ahead. Game's not fucking done. (laughs) But David, the Steam reviews say that it's very positive. No, it's fucking fun. (laughs) That game is stupid fun. It's (laughs) just not finished. It's like the polish is just not there. Like there are like so many of the animations that should be there just don't exist. Mm. And it makes it hard to tell what's going on. Mm -hmm. Some shit is just stupid fucking jank and overpowered. Like like cat dog is (laughs) fucked. Like, and I know we were fucking joking, like, months ago when this game first got announced, where it's just like, oh, man, I can't wait till, like, months down the line, we're gonna say, God, man, fuck Spongebob, dude, this fucking game. (laughs) Like, unironically, but we're already there. And, like, literally, like, day one. No, literally, like, fuck Cat Dog. That character is insanely stupid. Um... Fuck Oblina. Like, literally, she's just neutral air the character. There's, like, half the shit you can't even do about that. <laughs> SpongeBob literally has uh, a thing. He has something. It's, they're calling it a Spobble. Where literally, like, his nair legitimately... I, I'm not kidding. His neutral air legitimately needs to be nerfed. Like, it actually does. It combos into itself from anywhere. It has no lag like nothing else in that move does. You just nair, 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 nair. And you could just gimp your opponent with it, like, super easily just with one move. Over and over and over again. It's so dumb. And if there is anything I will say is that, like, if you're, like, a super fundamental-based Smash Brothers player, you're going to fucking... I think you're going to hate Nick All-Stars. A lot of people, like, <laughs> are even looking at it and they're not even giving it a chance. It is a masher's game. And I explained this to Dennis before, but in case you don't know what that means, uh, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with, like, camping in Smash Brothers. Even if you're a casual, I'm sure you know what that is. That guy who, like, doesn't engage with you at all at the party and is just floating on that platform is Kirby. The guy who's hanging by the ledge just trying to fucking swallow side you. Or the guy who's just, like, doing nothing but throwing projectiles at you the whole time and making you not have fun. <laughs> a or masher, play the game. Or play the game, yeah. A masher is basically the opposite of that. A masher's philosophy is you go in. 
You rush him down, you hit him when you can, you, you, like, you take every opportunity to actually just get into the meat and actually you're, like, get into the beef and really just start, like, hitting them a little bit mm -hmm. more. Like, Fox or Mario, like, rush down characters like mm -hmm. that. That's just, like, your philosophy. This game is obviously not the same engine that's from the people who made Slap City. Uh, or was it Brawlhalla? I think it was Slap City. I don't, yeah, I think it was Slap City, I don't remember. Uh, some people are calling uh, this game, like, sort of Slap City without the polish. And I feel like they might have just been trying to rush it out for the holiday season or something because they're. But it's not even the fucking holidays. It's fucking well, October. Well, that's the thing. Obviously, like this game, like they're really open to taking developer feedback, so nobody, I think, is really nervous about it. Like, like that shit with SpongeBob is gonna get nerfed. Patrick is gonna get buffed eventually. Uh, Sa <laughs> Sandy literally, Sandy has an infinite, so you know that shit's gone. Like, you know they're- you know they're gonna patch that I know, it's- it's funny! It's all just funny to say, like, putting, like, these fucking Smash Brothers terms on, like, these Nickelodeon characters, mm. but it's just the truth. The game itself is so much fun, because every character just hits like a truck. Like, every character has just insane combos with the light attacks, the mobility mm. on every character is virtually just nutty. It's like, the game literally feels like- how do I describe this? The game kind of feels like- it feels like Smash 64, mm. except the pace of the game is a lot faster, and every character is Brawl Meta Knight. That's how this game feels. It literally feels like mm. sort of a faster version of Brawl, but every character is Meta Knight. Everybody You're talking like melee speeds? Yeah, virtually. It's a very, it's a very, fa it's a fast game, and that's the thing. It's hard to keep mm. up with because it's not only fast, but a lot of the animations are just clunky. So it's hard mm. to, like, keep in touch with what's going on visually sometimes. Like, there have been times mm. where I've jad-locked opponents, and I'm like, I, he was stunned there? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, the, uh. the polish is not there. I'm not gonna mm. lie. And the netcode! I've, I've lagged against some people. Like, on PC, and it's like, dude, like, the whole thing, they advertise, like, the rollback and shit. I feel like rollback sort of become, like, masks, where it's just such, like... It's so politicized now. Like, people just hear rollback and they think it's perfection, even though no one fucking knows what it actually uh, means. What it actually we, entails. We kind of did, didn't we? Like, turn the Everyone did. Everyone <laughs> did. That's the point. And then the game came out. And again, it's like the first I, couple of days. Like, this is day one shit we're talking about. The game's going to change vastly. They're going to add new characters. They're going to do balance patches and shit. But it's just like, for the time being, it's like, Sponge SpongeBob is kind of fucked. Cat dog literally can kill you in two hits. Mm. Uh, Oblina is just Oblina's. I don't know how broken Oblina is, but like a lot of people say she's a sleeper top tier. Even the developers say that she's just annoying. If anything, mm. like that's the case. Patrick's literally the worst character in the game because some of his moves are just laggy for no reason, and it sucks. It's like Patrick's the worst. Really? That's my boy. That's Patrick fucking Star. You know? It, it's like, oh man, that sucks. But uh, yeah, what, what, what are your what are your thoughts, Dennis? I mean, so I'm I'm gonna be saying these thoughts for someone that hasn't played the game. Uh, of course, I've read I've read the Steam reviews, and <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna get you're gonna get through this. Are you gonna be okay? Oh my god, I almost I honestly found it so funny how people were blindly loving this game. And I mean, again, if you do actually do love the game, like that's uh, I'm not taking nothing away from you. But from what I've read, and at least from what I heard from David, and I do take David's word a little with a little less grain of salt, just because, like, you know, I always like to think David doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to games like this. I, at least for me, coming again as an outsider to games like this, 
And this is a game that I might be getting, you know, as a party game and shit. I have an ultra wide now, so it's like, eh, like, you know, might as well, like, put it on, like, 50 by 5120 by 1,440 resolution just to see, like, what the fuck it looks like. Because I've never seen what a 2D fighting game looks like on a resolution like that. But I, for me, I like games when they're finished. <laughs> Yeah. And I this is the reason why whenever like I see release dates that are so fucking close to the holiday season. But it's not even the fucking holiday season. That's why it makes no fucking sense to me with this. They should have like, delayed the game by like a month. I, I feel. It, no, it should have been way longer than that. Because I don't know. About like that. no, like shit like animations. Like dude, it's a lot of it's you're saying it's a lot of little things. But the thing is, though, it's not. They, it doesn't make it unplayable. Like it's not so no, no, bad no. to the point where no, you can I, never tell I, what's going on. I know, I know, I know. You didn't say that, but the fact of the matter is, is that, dude, why is it that, like, and I, I, I don't know. Actually, I know why. Like, you know, why game companies are so fucking like, you know, like so got such a hard on that. It's like, oh, I can't wait to release this, even though it's not finished. Like, you know, and I'm pretty sure it's not even because, like, you know, they're just like overly enthusiastic and shit. I, I know for a fact, like, a lot of the yeah. uh, developers probably all saw these problems and, like, at least bugs, minor as they are, dude. This ah, is we'll what... patch them later on. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like the, that's yeah. the dude. That attitude really bothers the shit out of me because that's what gave us a lot of shitty games in the fucking past to begin with. That's a lot of shit, like. Sonic 06 got... only came out when it did because they wanted to line it up for Sonic's 15th anniversary. I, I know. And, like... That's one example off the top of my head. And not to mention, even, like, the state... Like, I'm not... Uh, I'm trying not to compare apples and oranges again, but, like, just say, speaking as far as games go, dude, Halo Infinite was supposed to be the love letter of that fucking franchise to its fans. And I am so happy that they fucking delayed it because... I don't know if you saw the memes there because I know you're not a Halo fan. But there were so many memes that came out of this fucking one gameplay trailer that they revealed like two years ago. Ooh, and it was it got, such... Like, it got dicked on. It got dicked on. Ugh. It Ooh. was so fucking panned because everyone saw the glaring, not only graphical issues too, but they also saw at least as far as um, uh, graphics as well as even like uh gun sounds like it was so many little things that people thought like why did they do this or at least the thing is too halo fans are also straight up like one of the most autistic fan bases i've ever seen because like they just can't be happy like period. Yeah. it's just one of those fan bases that just aren't happy ever like you do one thing that is not what they want like, and it's, it could even be a minor thing, too. Like, they introduced sprinting into the game, and people lost their shit when they did that years ago. Ah, like, oh, so you like, fucking you rip off a call of duty. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you know, th there's like, this, this is like one of those fan bases that just can't be happy. But, like, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, too, like, this game coming out, Halo Infinite, is also not even finished, really. Like, the release date that they set up for December... There is two things that they took out that basically were keystones of this fucking franchise, which was a map maker mode called Forge, and as well as co-op campaigns you could play uh, online or even offline. I don't know about offline too much, but online, uh, uh, saying that. Yeah. And they basically said that those two features are not going to be in the fucking game on launch day. 
Can you imagine what the fuck Smash Brothers would be like? Would look like if they didn't? If they said, "Yeah, we're gonna," uh, what do you call it? Um, I mean, did they have co-op story mode for uh, Smash Brothers? No, it's just like one player only, right? World of Light, I. Think it's two player. I don't know, dude. I didn't finish World of Light. It was so fucking boring. So I, I <laughs> compared. It was no subspace emissary. No, That's the thing. No, it was not. Yeah, and we can't get a campaign like that ever again. And unless uh, they make one later on down the line for the Switch 4K which, and they resell the game, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm just again, saying. I'm not ruling out anything, but at least uh, I'm kind of willing to die on my hill too. In that, you know. They'll probably take a break and then they'll just add more shit in because fuck it. They'll think the sky's the limit. Fuck it. Why not? Like they'll eat the shit up anyways. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but going back to at least Halo Infinite. The, new, like the latest is, monkey ball was actually the same way real quick before you do that. The mm. monkey ball banana mania. And I really want to get it still because it's like, it's like a HD version of like the original monkey ball games and stuff. Like, so mm. all the levels in there in there and stuff. Mm. Yeah. There's no co-op mode for the main game. You can only That's, play the main game by yourself. Like the only, how, how the only the multiplayer fuck? is... Yeah, like, how do you... Why? Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean, though. That's the fucking equivalent. Like, and it's a trend that I've been seeing a lot. Because, like, you know, I, people have even argued this, where, like, you know, game development has just become more and more complicated. Like, the, the things that they put in there are just so intricate and it's so hard to even perfect. It's even worse for strategy games, like the ones that I play. To the point and, where they forget the basics? Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, that's the trend. Like, thing, it's like, oh, because it's so hard, uh, we are not going to delay it. I, I sound like Edna Mode from fucking Incredibles. I was about to say, like, like, we're not going to... Uh, <laughs> no, darling, we're not Milan, going to... Milan, darling, Milan. <laughs> Milan. <laughs> like, we're not going to delay it, darling. We're going to ship it as is. <laughs> and you're going to like it. <laughs> and, like, that's the fucking trend nowadays. Because, look... I don't like... <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Everyone knows what a travesty that fucking game was when it when it was released. And it was the and most fucking overhyped video game that I think has yeah. ever been. All the overhyped ones always wind up having some dumbass problem. Like, Except oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I needed a fucking, like, 5069 <laughs> graphics card to fucking even run this game at 30 <laughs> FPS. The only game... Uh, a release in, at least on top the top of my head that I remember from recent history that like it got so hyped up but dude it was worth the hype was Halo 3 yeah I have not seen a game in my entire life see and get that much hype and the hype actually being fucking worth it I haven't seen anything in history like that ever besides Maybe that Sma Smash Brothers you know besides like Smash Brothers that, that's one that and even in terms of movies like Marvel's Endgame. Dude, that shit was fucking hype. I don't care what anyone fucking says. I know a lot of people have their own problems with the with the movie because it was in Infinity War. Thanos is a, not the same character that I saw him as in the last movie. But, like, no one could deny that it was a... It was more than a movie. It was a fucking event. Like, Smash Ultimate. The entire journey has been a fucking event. Halo 3, when it came out, was a fucking event. Look, That's man, what they are. As much bitterness as I can possibly have, I can't deny that, like... I can't deny that Smash has significantly changed my life. You know, because of it, I got to mm. become one of my region's most well-known commentators. It mm. let me experience true love. I got a job working for literally Nintendo because of it. Mm. I've made amazing friends, you know, like, I have a lot of bitterness towards, like, the community and, sh and shit for my own dumb, mm. like, psychological reasons, but I should be grateful 
for that. Mm. It's changed my life in so many profound mm. ways. And like, I can't sit back and say I regret it all because if I did, then I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And I'd call you a liar too. Yeah, I would be a liar if I'm being mm. frank. That would just be me speaking out of turn and salty for the, just, mm. you know, towards people that have hurt me. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with the game and what it's like sort of mm. done for me, you know? Like it's helped mm. me like... It actually, being a commentator really helped boost my self-esteem and stuff like that, you know, mm. growing up with it in the five years that I've been that I've been doing it and stuff. And while I'm in a very different place with it now, I should still be grateful for, like, the growing experience course, that yeah. it provided for me, you know? So, mm. on top of just being the game that it is, the lives that Sakurai touched on top of all of that as well, beyond living up to the hype. I mean, the fact that that was able to happen alone because of this game, on top of every other ground-shattering, groundbreaking, mm -hmm. shattering record that he's done with it, the, the, the crossovers, the money, the amount of stages yeah. and songs and characters and mm -hmm. everything that that game has done, being the number one, like, most successful fighting game and most ambitious crossover fighting game ever mm -hmm. made, minus all that the fact that he's even was able to touch so many lives with the game as he did it should easily be cemented as one of the greatest video games Hit, ever fucking him made and, and his team dude he would not have gotten that far if his team wasn't fucking shot they were, they were making they these are. dlcs during covid too they literally yeah. like half the time they had to be away from each other as well while they were even making them so that already added yeah. a huge extra challenge yeah to stuff. that's another medal that they could pin on their fucking shirts right there really yep. like and again, like, you know, that's the reason why, too. Like, you know, we could get fucking Smash Brothers. Like, not, like, actually, but, like, we could get games like that. But then fucking, like, this is the trend now where it's, like, because it's all dictated on profits. It's all dictated on money. That's what games also are, too, in the end. They are, like, you know, pieces of fun that we have, like, thing for a momentary period of time. But as far as the development cycle goes and especially, like, all the money that gets caught up in it, that's also another part of it too and the fact of the matter is nowadays you know when when it gets close to the holiday season they're just like hey it's not ready fuck it send it out we don't give a shit like let's do it let's, let's just see what this fucking you, you know? wouldn't release half a fucking movie man people there would be such an uproar <laughs> about know. that imagine having to pay more money to just see how something ends but gaming is still was so long was still considered this secondary thing where it's like yeah go ahead and do that and before you fucking say it no I'm not talking about Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 it's because that game is literally so huge so massive it's monumental they had, to, they had yeah. to split it in half yeah which again like I know like you know we I've been kind of going on absolutes here but it's like I, I do realize that there are some uh, like exceptions to the rule I mean movies have kind of done the same thing for a while remember we got Harry Potter's Deathly Hallows Part One and Two. Well, like that movie, honestly, did have a lot of stuff to like fit into yeah. it. Like that really so, needed I mean, like two yeah. films, and then all these other movies started doing it just because they wanted to copy the trend. Like Twilight, the last Twilight movie was in like, fucking two <laughs> yeah. different parts. It's like really yeah. asshole. Like really, like you think you fucking your fucking basic was, ass like love little story needs this shit, and then it? the same thing happened for fucking uh, the Hunger Games. Hunger the Games, last one yeah, Mockingjay. Even yeah. though Mockingjay. Most people, a lot of people, I, I can't go with most, but a lot of like Hunger Games people, uh, a lot of like Hunger Games fans say mm. that Mockingjay was trash. A lot of the people movie say that or the, the book, uh, both. Oh, oh, oh god, god damn, yeah. So it's like it literally Harry Potter started that trend. It's like Harry Potter literally just had it, it needed to split in two because it had that substance. Like, get Deathly the, get the fuck over your... Book. Yeah, it, it was a, it fuck, was a book. It was a book. fucking dictionary. Are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> Shit was yeah. thick. So, so again... But then all these... Well old, like, get the fuck over yourself, fucking Twilight. Yeah. I think you needed all this shit to, like, split in <laughs> half. And God. again, 
Also, fucking for Fifty Avengers. Shades of Grey was a Twilight <laughs> fan fiction, and that shit blows up, dude. Like, video games for... are better than movies, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> Except maybe Scorsese films. Those are untouchable. Come on, Gabagool. Like, yeah, we're not gonna like. God, I want to see a Mafia Mario game. <laughs> Like, I want to see Mario as Al Capone or you know, something. Fun fact, there was a GamePro uh, article uh, years <laughs> and years and years ago. No, it's not what you think. Years okay. and years and years ago, there was a GamePro article, right? You can look it up right now, of this new up-and-coming Kingdom Hearts game called oh. Mushroom Kingdom Hearts. Oh, fuck off. And they created, like, this, like, fucking, like, graphic of, like, Sora, Mickey, and Mario all, like, back-to-back -back with their own keyblades. And Mario had a little mushroom. I mean, he had a little mushroom symbol hanging off of his. And God. fucking dumbass 11-year-old me. You know, like, we thought it was real, like, us very young kids. Yeah, yeah. It was only I later until it. we found out that that was, in fact, the April Fool's edition <laughs> of, uh, the GamePro Monthly. Yeah. So, like, obviously that game was not real. It's just funny considering, you know, like, fucking, like, damn near 10, like, 15 years later, it's like, here we are. Yeah. And to be fair, I honestly feel like if Square Enix and Nintendo really talked about it, and especially Disney, I could definitely fucking see, aside from Disney characters, other fucking universes going into Kingdom Hearts. Because it's like, literally, like... Imagine proof, Mushroom like, Kingdom Hearts. Imagine if that was a yeah. thing. Like in the Nintendo yeah. universes as well? Holy fuck. Having having Mario and Luigi as fucking party members? Yo, bro. Like, bro. that's money. Bro. That's money. Bro. For all of them. Maybe maybe 40% more for Disney and 30% for Disney and fucking... Uh, <laughs> Disney and Square Enix, but... Like, oh, for Nintendo and Square Enix, but... Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, literally, like, that's the thing, though, too. Like, everything that we all thought, like... A little off topic, but it's like, you know, isn't it kind of crazy, like, how a lot of stuff that we thought was impossible, like, have kind of come true? That's why I think, like, you know, the Sora trailer was amazing, because it made you think just when it's, like, just when you think there's nothing else that can be done mm. to really bring back that childlike wonderment, to really think that nothing is impossible, here's Sora. You know, which, for, frankly, from his franchise, I feel like represents, you know, a world where, like, you really... Hope. Just, if you make something just who represents hope you, you make light beats darkness I just oh. I just think <laughs> I just think the message of that game where you make something so creative to the point where you just dive into it that's been mm. what I've wanted to do my whole life I've, uh, I've really wanted to make something uh, all my own and just dive into that world because fuck the real world like make your uh, own instead and it's like Kingdom Hearts mm. I feel like embodies that and that's sort of what that trailer was like all about yeah. so I think like to air on what you were saying, mm. it's it, it, like the trailer sort of does two in one things. It does what I just said and sort of reigniting mm. that. And it sort of has a hard time in doing it as well. Because mm -hmm. there have been so many impossible reveals that came through, mm -hmm. especially for Smash Ultimate, to the point where I was not as excited for them anymore because nothing surprises me anymore. You know what I mean? Until Sephiroth. Yeah, I wagered on yeah. Sora. Mm. I mm -hmm. literally wagered on Sora. I, I mm. bet that he was going to be the last one. And I was right. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, Sephiroth was so fucking out of left field. Yeah. I did not expect that shit. And he was perfect, <laughs> appeal to every base. I already, a couple episodes ago, we already talked about how he was, like, the perfect, uh, how he was, like, the perfect addition to the game. And, and that trailer was fucking perfect. I still think about it. beginning to end. I still think about it. Like, there is nothing hyper than hearing One-Winged Angel start playing. Like... And just seeing him in the sky, like, ready to fuck all them up. It literally was nothing Yo, better than that. Next episode. Maybe next episode. 
you want to make, like, sort of, like, a reveal tier list, because there is one online. Like, of all, like, the Smash reveals and stuff. Do you want to, like, <laughs> we could do that if you want. <laughs> we could live stream it, put it, go on a uh, tier list.com, and, like... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd be down, but I have to see all of them though too, and that's a lot of trailers I have to go through. <laughs> I mean, they're all like visual, they're all like visually there, like they're thumbnails for them. Mm. Like you see, like who it is, like when you're like organizing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it. But I don't know. Maybe it could be like a video episode of the Double D Experience or something like that. I don't well, know. Maybe but, uh, some this, some some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be open to it. But uh, all right. Yeah, but also, guys, we've been going on for a while now. It's almost about, about to be like an hour and fifty. Yeah, friend, but, your friendly reminder yeah. that I'm sick. Yeah, <laughs> so I should probably uh, stop. So just to wrap our thoughts up here, um, at least starting with me, I truly feel that at least as far as Nintendo goes with uh, Sakurai, as also with Smash Brothers, I really do think like, dude, the sky's the limit with this fucking franchise. Like, it really is. Like, there is nothing that they can't do anymore after they got Sora. And I'm not saying that like Sora was like you know like. Like the key to it all, because like you know, uh, Smash Brothers has uh, Smash Brothers has already been doing this even before Sora. Like, they got plenty of other franchises in here that clearly, in my opinion, don't really belong in a Nintendo game. But it's like, hey, they made it work, and they realized, fuck it, we if we could do it with Snake and Sonic, fuck it, we could do it with anyone else. So let's bring them in here. And um, it's also as far as uh, even um, Nick All Stars, even though we only got to touch base on it, even for a little bit. I personally feel like, I mean, if they do promise that they are going to be continuing to patch the game and like also just uh, make sure that it's like the polish will eventually get there. Personally, for me, though, I really hate games where like the polish has to eventually get there just because after you fucking pay for it. Yeah, after you already paid fucking 40 bucks for it, because it's like you literally had games histories. You, You could see it in back in history where it's like. Not really that far back, but, like, you know, we even had Star Wars Battlefront 2 and all the fucking shit that that game, like, thing, and the controversy that it, like, brought up. And clearly, at least, visually the game was stunning, but the thing was, was that there was a lot of things inherently wrong with the game. And there's a lot of stuff in that game, even now, even though it's been patched, like, a lot and a lot of content has been added. There's still bugs that have been there since the very beginning of the fucking game. So there was a bug in Team Fortress 2 for like three years where you couldn't destroy a mini sentry while it was building. <laughs> so basically, you had to take damage from it every time it was put down. It was it, it, that was in the game for three years. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And, and even then, like you know, Team Fortress 2 and a lot of other games even coming out coming out then. Like, I'm not saying that they were like perfect works. I'm not saying that, but it's like because they're not Nintendo. Because Nintendo could do that. Um... Because, like, when they built the game back in the day, there was no patching it. That was what you got. <laughs> and most yeah, of the you time... you think Meta Knight was... would have stayed the way he fucking was in Brawl? <laughs> like, had um had there been patches back in the day? Fuck no, they would have put yeah. him into the ground. <laughs> yeah. And, again, like, you know, uh, there is, like, you know, it's literally, I'm thinking of Miyamoto's fucking quote where it's like, you know, you could, like, I'm a butcher this, but it's, like, essentially, like, a, a game that you rush is always going to be bad, but a game you take your time with is always going to be great. Like, uh, t- talking about game development. I, I probably fucked that entire quote up, but like, um, and I do agree with it because I remember one game that was in development hell for a while, and this is a game that was near and dear to my heart. It was StarCraft 2. Literally, that game was in development for fucking 10 plus years. 
And it wasn't until 2000, I believe, 10 that we <laughs> that it actually even saw the light of day. Welcome to Team Fortress 2. After nine <laughs> years in development, hopefully it will have been worth the wait. <laughs> is that what? Is that like a video? That's that a game. Made? That's a game Newell quote. <laughs> From like years ago, because the game wasn't development for that long. It's the thing with Team Fortress 2 YouTubers that they sometimes do mm. whenever they get like janked really fucking hard mm. in the game. Whenever like some genuine <laughs> bullshit happens to them, they play that clip. <laughs> like they'll get like back, like they'll get like backstabbed by a spy while they were facing the spy or some shit, and they'll be like, "Welcome to Team Fortress 2." After nine years in development, hopefully it will have been worth the wait. And again, too, like, we're no game developers, but at least, like, you know... Also, Team could... Fortress 2 is perfect. Shut up. <laughs> Not like Overwatch. But, uh... <laughs> but again, whoopsie. my whole point... Uh, they, whoopsie, looks like China's oh. breathing down our neck again. Gotta make another character gay. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, though, is that, like, at the very least, like, you know, that, like, first day at launch, and... Like, there's always gonna be bugs, sure, but, it, like, if it's, like, game-breaking shit, it's, like... Fuck. Like, I mean, again, I I know that Nick All Stars didn't come out, didn't release with a, a huge game breaking bugs and stuff, but like stuff that they could obviously fix like pretty easily, I'm sure. But it's like still though, like I hate that that's the fucking trend. That's a whole fucking video topic on it in and of itself. Yeah, too, but for sure. But um, uh, but that's yeah, my closing thoughts. Yeah. I don't think Smash is going nowhere, really. No, for sure it's and not. Uh, it's really not going nowhere. And Sakurai deserves a vacation. That's my thoughts. Yeah. This is the end of my TED talk. <laughs> Anytime I said that, like, you know, like, oh, I hope Nick All-Star is fucking kills ultimate, blah, blah, blah. Mm. We all knew that was a meme. It was a half meme. It was. If it anything, was, we, we, yeah. we just kind of were sick as to, like, why, like, you know, how, like, Nintendo is. It's just like, you know, we need, Nick, Nintendo needs a kick in the pants. That's the thing, too. That's a fact as well. A kick in the square pants. A kick in the overalls. Yeah. Because, you know, Mario. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, that game, mm. man, it's, like, it's so good, though. Like, it's, like, like I mentioned before, it literally feels like you're a faster version of Smash 64, where, like, the combos are always true. Uh, like, just because, like, you know, moves in general just have, like, no lag, and the light attacks really help you combo into the strong attacks. Like, its design philosophy is there, for sure. Mm. Like, it's definitely, like, a super, like, high-octane, like, master's fighting game. Like, if it's played optimally, I hope it doesn't get mm -hmm. too campy as it goes on. I think at its mm -hmm. I think at its core, like, at its heart, it could be a really good game, but it just... Like you mentioned, it's just another game that just feels a little fucking rushed. Mm -hmm. It's like, but and again, like, feels a little rushed, but like, hey, patches. And it's hard to... It's so fucking nerve-wracking to do that, man, because sometimes, like, you know, these developers don't live up to their promises. Like, I'm pretty sure there was yeah. a mode in Diablo 3 that was supposed to be released that they promised was going to happen later on down the line. And then, and then they, we got Diablo Mobile. Mm -hmm, yeah, and then they <laughs> kind of just didn't fucking do it. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I hate this, like, process of, like, releasing, like, half a game. Half and baked, then just really. At least they're not doing the yeah. thing where they're, like, saying, like, oh, we'll make half a game, and then if you want it to be better, oh, pay more for it later, like, fix it down the line, like some other developers <laughs> do. But, like, it's the worst, man, that these guys are just, like, ugh. Like, just think, like, oh, we'll fix it later. They probably feel like because it's a fighting game, it's going to get patches regardless. Mm. So, like, we'll fix it later. I mean, they're not the only ones that did this. I mean, believe it or not, Smash <sighs> 4, <sighs> Smash 4, when that game first came out, ridiculously buggy when it launched. There's actually a, oh. there's a whole introspective video. I'll actually link it to you on uh, where he like uninstalls like and reinstalls his game or something like that like mm. reverts it to like the day one patch and stuff mm -hmm. 
there was a glitch where Bowser Jr. would teleport, like, just while he's running. <laughs> there was another one where if you were, like, charging a smash attack as Pac-Man and you fucking, like, paused, he would just fly. <laughs> like, while like while the game was paused, he would just fly off into the infinite. I'm gonna, you know, I'm actually gonna link this video to you right now. So is you can... it um, Super Mario T? Or is it another guy? Uh, no, it's introspective. Uh... Smash for that's the that's the channel name. Uh, introspective, yeah. Oh, okay. Which fun fact of uh, just because I was a YouTuber after I got off stream at SmashCon, there was a dude who asked me if I knew where introspective was just because he assumed I knew the dude, just because I was also <laughs> a YouTuber, and it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, Vanilla Smash Four was literally like, it was ridiculous. Like, I'm gonna link you this video right now before we go here, and I want you to skip to one forty-five. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's just, like, a, such a stupid... Pro like, it, yeah, Vanilla Smash 4, it's like... Ugh, it's like... I mean, this was day one. They fixed this shit, like, immediately. This was, like, version 1.0 mm -hmm. of the game. But when it first dropped, it was... It was insane. Like, there was literally so mm -hmm. many, like, ridiculous glitches that it had, and this was a AAA Nintendo title. So, I think sometimes it's a... Uh, sometimes these things happen by accident, and then sometimes it's a common practice. They're just like, oh, we can patch it immediately, so let's fix it. Mm -hmm. Either way, we will get a good product eventually, but in, like, the gauze of Nick All-Star, it's like a lot of this shit, it's not getting fixed day one. You know, they're, like, hearing mm -hmm. a lot more feedback initially. Initially, I mean, more yeah. than Nintendo would for, like, competitive stuff like Smash. And a lot of times, like, People, as far as they're venting about, let's say, bugs and stuff, would usually be on social media, which I'm sure Nintendo's fucking whole CIA, FBI team of fucking uh, social media coordinators are all probably grazing through every nook and yeah, cranny. Yeah, you think they don't look at that media. shit? They do. Yeah, they do look at it. And uh, for at least for Nick, all their criticisms are going through their Steam discussions. All like just basically saying like what the fuck like the, I literally do this animation and Patrick just sits there jerking his dick off. What the fuck is this? Like I don't know, not really like yeah. that, but like you know, that's like at least uh where all the yeah. criticisms like then going towards. I them, need but, to hear your yeah. reaction to this though. Just click I will wait, so right now yeah, click yes, click the video and then go to one forty five, like one minute and forty five seconds in. One okay. I just need to hear your reaction to this because it's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Maybe found disturbing by some viewers. <laughs> what? What the? F <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right? Is that just the weirdest shit? Oh. Like, look at him go. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, there he goes. He's like, oh, there, yeah, he's just going to the stratosphere now. <laughs> like, look at him. Look at him fly. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, go to, go to four thirty. go to 435 now. Oh, my Jesus. He does, he does it with, like, three of them. 435, okay. In the arms of the <laughs> angels. It's like they're going they're going back to their people, dude. They're going back to their home world. I'm going back to Namco. Bye. Oh now I'm just looking at the fucking base Smash 4 roster compared to Ultimate. It's like Jesus, it looks so small. Even though we looked at it before and it's like massive, but whatever. We've been going on forever. We're approaching two hours now. Gotta, gotta close out here. Yeah. Um, here's my mm -hmm. ad. Uh, I'm on Fiverr. 
Mm -hmm. I'm available for any of your voiceover needs. If you like my voice, which you probably hated it today, because it's all nasally and all sick and whatnot. Most of the time, I'm not sick. If you're uh, looking for anybody to work cheap for your narration, your promo, your commercial, or even your character projects, I am available. I have a pretty decent repertoire uh, as to me. You can listen to my demo reels inside of my Fiverr profile. I work for cheap, and I can get your project to you in a relatively timely fashion. So, uh, hit me up, talk to me, let's do business, and, uh, hopefully we can make something right for each other. That would mean a lot to me if you guys could help me build up my, uh, my voiceover repertoire on that one. So, uh, Denise, uh, yes. you, know, you know what to do. That, that is, that is I. You, you know what, you know what to do. Good night, guys. Where can they follow us? Not Facebook, because Facebook <laughs> went uh, offline for about a couple hours. Oh my god, I was surprised we didn't talk about Same. that. I actually intended to talk about that. <laughs> I actually intended to talk about that, but obviously Dude, we didn't, so... I was laughing so hard when I saw that on the news. I'm like, all these stupid QAnon faggots are gonna be like, how am I gonna talk about Trump now? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, guys you could find us on qanon.com but <laughs> <laughs> you could find us on uh, twitter and instagram not facebook because facebook's apparently you know got some dodgy net uh network problems it has worse net code than nick all-stars <laughs> god that shutdown was for hours though back in the day though they had one that was one hour this one was like multiple. Yeah, apparently and you don't like, do that. Apparently, it was you, an inside job. Some dude like deleted like some of like the back like the backup files or whatever. So they had uh, to he, like ah. Uh, so he deleted System Thirty Two, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> he control alt deleted Facebook off the. Fucking I planet. would love to be the guy who fucking control alt deleted Facebook, dude. Like, imagine being that guy. Dude, it wasn't even like a lizard squad thing. This was some guy who probably pressed Alt F4 by accident and probably deleted the fucking, fucking intern like getting Zuckerberg's <laughs> coffee. He like spilled. Oh my god! Imagine if like Zuckerberg was running his entire network off of his one laptop, and the guy was like, "Oh, Mr. Zuckerberg, I got the coffee." Oh, <laughs> whoops! It's like, oops, <laughs> sorry. Fucking idiot. He just walks out and says, You're fired. Like, I don't give a shit. All your fucking shit is dead. I don't give a fuck. And he just walks out. <laughs> but uh, you could find this. It's the credits. You can cue a knob on these nuts. <laughs> We're going to liberalize you. <laughs> liberalize me, Captain. <laughs> when you could find us on multiple podcasts. Uh, platforms, um, Spotify, uh, Apple and Google Podcasts, and several others. We'll have all those affiliates down below. And uh, unlike uh, Facebook, we are never, ever going to shut down. Ever. Never, ever. Ever. <laughs> never, ever, ever, forever. Ever. Because we don't have servers. That's the advantage of being a podcast. Yeah. We just we just need internet and two dumbasses with microphones. <laughs> Amen to that, my friend. <laughs> so, guys, have a good night. We love and you. I love you. And, uh, uh, yeah, I literally ran out of shit to say now. <laughs> I like, ran out of steam. Like, I literally was trying to think of something funny, but I was like, Nerf. nah, it's two hours. Nerf. Once you get. Nerf Spongebob. Uh, buff. Um, no, when's Larry the Lobster coming in? <laughs> when can I live like Larry on Nick All-Stars? Pretty Patty's rule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where is Squilliam Fancy Son? Where's all these great characters? Uh, 
Dennis, my back hurts. Explain why. (laughs) That you, Masahiro Sakurai, was most most voted to suck eggs in high school. (laughs) Sakurai definitely... Does he have more money than Squilliam? Oh, fuck yeah. I hope so. No, but... I would hope so. I I think Sakurai also gets a lot of royalties. I, I like to think so. He's got that comf money. Dad, it's my back hurts. All right, guys, we're gonna go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna call it a night. But uh, uh, we love you. We love you, and uh, join us next week and listen to us. I don't know, jerk each other off. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's uh, gone sexual. It's gone sexual, laddie. <laughs> Lights off. All right. <laughs>